is not an amateur production. It is not an amateur production. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. This is Premature Cancellation, the podcast where we are going to rewatch shows that were canceled within two years or less. With me again is Mr. Jeremy L. Jones. Hi, Sean. How are you doing? Oh, I'm awesome, sir. Um, I worked today. <laughs> so <laughs> did I'm I. Feeling it, yeah. Work and sucks. working is work. Is, so if you're listening, um, give us all the money. Because right. working sucks. And we don't want to work. And I don't want to work anymore. Just find us. I want to... Just find us wherever we may be. I want to sit around and write my books and watch TV and discuss it entirely too deeply with yes. people like Sean. Right. I would love to do that. Um, today we are continuing our rewatch of one of those two seasons or less shows I mentioned, which is Dead Like Me. Uh, today's episode we are recapping and reviewing is... Dead Girl Walking. Mm, clever title, <laughs> I guess. Because um, she's, she's she's dead. She's a, and, and she's, she's walking around. She's girl. She she's walks. dead. She's walking around. Yeah. And it's a... And it's also a reference. That's what you call someone who's going to die very soon. So, you know, it's a dead double entendre. Get it? I get it. All right. Um, before we get to the recap, Jeremy, what do you think of the episode overall? Overall, uh, I I really like it. I the the thing I like best about it is the they they answer the intrinsic question that I think you you come up with a lot. And when you have a when I we have a reluctant hero, mm-hmm. you, you in a book or a television show or a movie where you have a hero that's kind of dragged into a situation, and you and you can't help but like sit back and go, why do they do this? Why don't they just like not? Yeah. The fact that they did that in episode two, I really appreciate. So. Yeah. No, they immediately address that. They're just like, this is why. Well, that's, if I think it's more in also if the audience is asking, you know, mm-hmm. why. Oh, yeah. Like you said, well, the audience is asking, why is she doing this? And they're telling you this is why she has to do it. And even she says, she says, I don't have to do it. It's like, yeah, you kind of do. See what ha- um, see what happens when you don't. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> We're gonna get to that so, scene. So yeah, right. as, so as an episode taken as a whole, I I really mm-hmm. really enjoyed it. Um, when you look, in my opinion, when you look at the specific, like you said, just look at the basic what's going on. It's a good episode. Um, when you really pay attention to the episode, there's some parts that i'm not a fan of um <laughs> there's a couple i've got yeah, a, i've got a couple of yeah. a couple of those i am noticing that as i'm i i do find as i as a casual watcher mm-hmm. just like taking in the story without thinking too much i dig the crap out of this series yeah but when i drill down and like really like focus on what's going on you really over i find it. a lot of things like why are they doing this why yes. are they talking about this yes. why is this a thing i feel like we're going to have some of the Yes, I believe we things. are. <laughs> yeah, the way you're talking. I'm like, this sounds about... Why are they let's, talking let's about their get, nipples yeah. again? Nipples? <laughs> nipples. Uh, they don't talk about their nipples. Oh, that was such a fun Or don't line. they? Ooh. Well, they don't. if they're rewatching. They don't. They don't. And reminder to everybody, if you want to rewatch along with us, we are choosing for our first few batch of shows, shows that are currently streaming. This one is streaming in at least two places. Um, Hulu. And Amazon. 
Amazon Prime. So if you have either of those, you can rewatch along with us. Um, if you haven't or can't rewatch and you've seen the show before or haven't seen the show, we're going to be recapping it scene by scene. So you can feel free to keep listening. Um, probably know this if you already listened to the pilot. But if you hadn't, now you know. Um, and knowing's half the battle. G.I. Joe. That's G.I. Joe. Uh, Snookins. Um, what was I going to say? I can't remember. It seemed important, too. We were going to go into the recap. I mean, we were. Oh. But I had... I don't know. Maybe okay. it'll come to me. All right. So, before we get to the recap, um, it is called Dead Girl Walking. It is written by the creator. Again, just like the pilot. So, Yay! same writer. I got that. I, that was my guess. Like, I forgot to pay attention at the beginning mm-hmm. when they show who wrote. Um, I was like, I'll look it up later. But as I was... I was like, seems similar. Like, the writing, Feels- it was very similar to the pilot. So, I was not surprised to find that. Different director, Kevin Dowling. Don't know him off the top of my head but he before dead like me he had directed on shows i think these are all directing uh early edition remember early edition no the guy like lived in chicago and he got he got the tomorrow's paper today so if something bad was going to happen he could use the paper and go stop the bad thing from happening i've never even oh yeah friday do you know friday night lights do you know of that show i know of that show do you know of the guy that's the main guy He's from earlier. She showed me a picture yeah. of him. I'd probably go, yeah, yeah I vaguely yeah, recognize probably, him yeah, from yeah. somewhere. It's that guy. Okay. Same guy. Obviously, yeah. that guy. He has a show on Netflix, too, or that's over, but yeah. Uh, that guy. He, yeah, the director, he directed on that show. He directed on Judging Amy. He directed on The Magnificent Seven. Did you know there was a TV show? I did not know there was a TV show of The Magnificent Seven. I don't Seven. think it lasted very long. We could probably Well, do because it on you only have, show. what, seven episodes, so, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was <laughs> bad. Ooh. But I hear um, they were good. Yeah, good seven episodes. Ed, um, I remember that show. I, see, that was, I feel like I should like, know Ed. That was like the first thing I ever saw Justin Long in. Um, there's this guy, he goes back to his hometown and he's a lawyer and he ends up owning a bowling alley or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Justin yeah. Justin Long was like this weird nerdy kid. Like, yeah, I've, okay. I have very vague sure. m- memories of that. We all, we all do. We, we, It was there for like... Again, we could do it on this podcast. We I'm could, not going to. It was but. prematurely cancellated. It was so. cancellated. Gilmore Girls. He directed on Gilmore Girls. That's the one I was excited about. I'm and sure Joan of Arcadia. But that was after Dead Like Me. Remember Joan of Arcadia? I do not. I can't say. Talk to God, like God would show up as different actors would play God. (laughs) Yeah, it was weird. That's why I need another more actors playing God. Her her dad was, um, oh, what is his name? The guy that does Fat Tony on Simpsons. He's on Criminal Minds. The he takes over for Mandy Patinkin. Oh, okay, yeah. He plays her dad on that show. (laughs) So random. He was also in a show where it was like I think it was a date supreme court or something like he was on a supreme court of some kind like he was a justice it was the most boring show um i'm sure it was a fine show i was a kid i didn't want to watch a show about the supreme court now that we've nerded out about a bunch of other tv shows that have nothing to do they kind of do ish let's get to the recap all right scene one this first thing i want to say I want to say a couple things. First thing is, I noticed my notes, This each little individual scene were a lot shorter than the pilot. Yeah. So uh, there was a lot of info I was having to, like, I was doing bare bones, like, what you need to know, and they were huge paragraphs. Like, it was like, ah. And then the here, I've got, like, 
one sentence, two sentences for the first scene here. Like, I'm just like, this happens and this happens. And it's like, all right. So, um, but something I would like to talk about before we get into it, because this show starts with, um, the, the episode starts with a recap. Yes. Which is fine. Which was weird for me. Which but is, it was, is that a, sometimes shows do that. They'll have a, like their little opening it, thing. I was going to ask, is that a thing it that is, they recap yeah. the pilot in case you didn't well, see the pilot or it's. Sometimes they'll do like a, it's like a previously on Dead Like Me. Like that's, that's what it was. Like but yeah, but without saying it, like that's what that section was. That was the previously on. Okay. Which is fine. Because you need that sometimes. Um, but then, oh, should we talk about it now? I don't know. Let's talk about, we'll talk about it when we get to the recap. What do you think of the title sequence before we get to the uh, to the recap the the the, the deaths walking yeah, around doing yeah. their daily life I forgot I, about it I kind of came up I kind of I kind of dig the uh, the 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 message there of mm-hmm. death just walking around right. uh, everyday life you know you got people here. in grim reaper mm-hmm. costumes which is yeah. you know it's which is great cuz i mean they they make a point in the show to this episode to point out that they're not the only reapers that there right. are reapers all around us there's apparently. tons yeah. yes but that they're just the imagery was pretty funny. But yeah, it's it. Yeah. You, it's one of those things where you kind of look, you go, oh, I see. It's about it's about people mm-hmm. who are grim reapers, but they're just kind of. But they're being normal people. They, they work out. They go to an office. Yeah. They walk a they're dog. They play basketball for play some basketball reason. Basketball with their. One of them's size. reading a porno book in a laundromat, which yes. I feel is inappropriate. Eh, he's death. What are you gonna do? <laughs> um, Insert I, boner joke here. I, yes, <laughs> I feel like the scythe. While playing basketball is not if, safe. And I, like foul? You want to talk about fouls? Well, you're, I mean, it's going to, it's, <laughs> but no one's going to call, you. who's going to call you on right. it? Yeah. No, you know, you got, yeah. you, you bifurcate a man yeah, who's on, blocking you. No foul. one's going <laughs> to, ref, are you going to call this shit? I ain't calling shit. I dare you, motherfucker, <laughs> call a foul. Fucking dare you. So, okay. So, we get, no, before and then before we get to the recap, I have to do it before the recap. After the little previously on thing they do before yeah. the interesting, which is fine. You have to do that sometimes, and sometimes when you do that, you negate the need to have a bunch of exposition to explain what happened the last episode because you did the previously on thing. Well, Not doing, this episode. Doing a previously on thing is fine. That's and, fine. Which is then, essentially what that was. They okay, were just I was, getting so, creative so, with it. So when I was talking about the strange recap, it's what happened that's after what, the title. After. That's what I have a problem with. Yes. I don't have a problem with the first one. That's fine. That was the part I... That's that, what people do. Yeah, that's they that's fine, the, the previously on, because... This... I mean, okay. Um, <laughs> someone's calling me. Jeez. Uh, don't you people know I'm doing a podcast? Um, so... When I was, <laughs> this goes back to, if you listened to our last episodes, I mentioned Firefly, and that's the whole reason we're doing this. Um, when I was listening to the commentary for Firefly, uh, the first, the second episode, mm-hmm. you know, second episode, oh yeah, yeah. first, right? yeah, yeah, first episode last. Yes, I was, yes, yeah, I was aware. The, the thing that most Firefly people know, um, the brown coats, um, us brown coats, so. Whedon even uh, mentioned him and uh, I forget Tim Minear, whoever it was that did the second one with them. They were mentioned that, you know, they had to add extra exposition into that because they hadn't 
right. had in any episode before. Right. Um, they, so they had to explain who these people were and why they were there. So they were like, there's a lot of extra exposition in this. but And they were like, we know that, you know, usually the first few episodes of a show are all the pilot. Like, they all have to have that kind of general explaining everything, the exposition, kind of have some sort of line or whatever that explains what's going on in case people don't start on episode one, but yeah. don't get, you know. So that's kind of a normal practice, according to Joss Whedon. This is ridiculous. This is bad. <laughs> I mean, this like, was... This, this was, was them not wanting to have all the exposition throughout, and they're just like, let's just dump it all let's up just, the let's just have the Let's just have the first episode in like five minutes, and then yeah. we'll move on. Yeah. It's just like... <laughs> just, but oh. yeah, I sat there... But I mean, I have to admit, I... I the When I've casually watched it in the past... It never did really occur never to me. Never noticed it before. So I guess it must be it effective. It must be fine. Yeah. Oh, you know, or I just watch. Because te- now we're just looking at it with our overly critical I mean, eyes. So, but I mean, then again, if I'm watching TV, I have, I mean, I'm half drunk and I've got my hands down my pants. So you know, maybe it's. I've lived with him. This is true. <laughs> me too. Ask my fiance. <laughs> so you know, it's not. It's it's not a, a direct. It's not a place I direct all of my attention, except for now, where I have to. I'm like, why are they telling me what happened in the first episode again? Immediately after they had just told us what happened in the yes. first episode, like did it twice. Like, are you kidding me? Like, do you not know you just did a recap? You're doing another recap right after your recap. But that being said, yes, if I have the if I have the uh, uh the the editing power on this episode, I'm hacking that off, you dumbasses. Oh my gosh, yes. It's hacked. Um okay. You hear that? It's edited out. Um so she's <laughs> into the recap finally. Um only like 13 minutes in. So, we start George is this is after all the bullshit. And then we can finally get to the meat of it where George is sleeping in her parents' car because she apparently isn't used to her new place. Um, after she returns home, the parents of her former owner show up and George tells them that she's his girlfriend. Um, first thing, did you have any... What do you What do you have to say about this first little bit? All right. There, Jeremy, I, what do you got? Um, so... I was a little bit uh, 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 flummoxed because I look at this. You look hard. She gets out of the car. She gets out of the car. She's apparently been sleeping in right as a milk delivery truck arrives. Yeah. And I'm going. And it struck me going. Wait. What are we in the 1950s? Milk yeah. delivery truck. Who does? What is this? Well, I did. Up, I, I did. A, I did uh, a Google search. Guess what, Sean? Can you still do milk? You can delivery? have milk delivered right to your house. <laughs> Even here in Idaho. Even here in Idaho. Anywhere you want, you can do that. You can. You, there is. A, there is a delivery service here in oh. Idaho. And um, if you're listening, uh, uh, I'll totally plug your your uh, milk delivery service for, uh, for some you know, free milk. Yeah, yeah, something. I'll take some milk. But no, they will. Bottles. But uh, <laughs> no, I think they're like milk Boise or something. But they yeah ah. deliver right from the dairy. To your house. How much that is, does that cost? I didn't. I didn't look oh. that hard. I just know it's a thing. <laughs> so Crazy I was. A thing. I was at first like, why are they having yeah. milk delivered? And then I'm like, why am wow. I? Why am I not? Yeah. Why are we not? <laughs> I can get. I, you are I, a sucker. You go to the I, store. I can like, get that root juice day. straight from the udder. <laughs> <laughs> the big cow, so, you? so yeah, that that, that was a I, that took up about twenty minutes of my time mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. milk Good. delivery. Good. Good. <laughs> um, question. Yes. How the hell does George lock her deadbolt if she doesn't have a key? She doesn't apparently. 
But she shows up, says, I don't have a key, and is picking yeah. her deadbolt. And it's like, how did you lock it when you left? Like, it makes no you'd sense. Have to, you'd have to lock it. Yeah. You'd have to she'd actually. She'd have to pick she, it back into place. I'm assuming that's what we're supposed to assume she did. Yeah, I guess. I guess. That's, a, that's an obvious thing you do is I got to right. pick this deadlock into place. I didn't notice that she actually did the dead deadbolt, but now I think it about it. It was yeah. on the deadbolt. Yeah. I noticed that. Yeah. I didn't, that's why I I didn't stop to it. think about that too hard. Yeah. See? You're you're focusing on milk. I'm focusing on deadbolts. <laughs> I totally skipped the milk. And you didn't I, even notice the, the deadbolt. This I didn't is notice why we get two people watching. I didn't notice the deadbolt because I was too right? <laughs> I was too you busy were Googling milk, milk delivery in Idaho. This is why this is why <laughs> yeah. This is why the show is awesome, people. <laughs> Two differing points of view. All right. So, oh, and then when she goes in, did you notice that she's she walks in and she's just like, ugh. And she picks something up. She goes, gross. And throws it like like she hasn't slept in that place before. Like it's the first time she's walked in. I mean, like, I've had that when I've had that when I live in a place and yeah. I walk in and it's like I just need to oh, re- this look. Is so gross. This is so gross. Who lives here? What, what kind of animal lives? All oh, right, it's me. I don't. Know. Right. I, I think. I think you saw my college apartment. So I. <laughs> All right, I'll allow it. Um, so, oh, how about this question then? Why George's lying skills are terrible when these parents come in? They're that, pretty bad. Yeah, when they're like, well, number one, when she's like, well, he's got her little doll, their Frankenbrooder thing from the first episode, and. She's like, that's mine. And so is the TV. And it's just like, did you really think you were going to get away with that? wants the TV. I know, but it was so bad when they were like, we got him that TV. And then when they're like, when did you meet him? And she's like, on the day he died. It's like, why would you say that? Like, that's... I don't know. It's just I mean, bad. It's well, and and the scene I in general. I can't tell if she's just an idiot or if that's just bad writing. This, like, I think it's bad writing because yeah. they, I mean, you look at it. They kind of set up a conflict where you have the parents of this dead kid come in to yeah. apparently, you know, to probably pack up his stuff yeah. and could have been like a whole. I mean, you could probably you could do, line you could have done yeah. a whole episode yeah. on the they just, on and then that. you don't see the parents anymore. But that was it. She's, yeah. the, the, she she gives really bad answers. Like if she had gave really good answers, then I would have been fine with not seeing them anymore. Like she she lied to them really well and to the point where they didn't have any follow up questions. They're like, all right, this chick seems legit. Let's yeah. get out of here. But you know? no, she, all she all she does is please all she don't, does is please don't, don't take, take the TV. TV. Yeah, that's bad. And so and, you, and remember what she looks like to everybody else. A oh yeah, fucking crackhead. <laughs> she looks like a fucking crackhead sitting in here going, "I'm his girlfriend." I mean, even a TV, even you know the way George Lass looks to us. Yeah, even that. Even if I walked in was, going, um, but yeah, even then she looks kind of like I don't know this cute little eighteen year old or whatever with a little chubby cherub cheeks. But then <laughs> you look at what she compared to crackhead girl. She's like. Nice normal girl, you know. I suppose if I'm the parents, I'm like, my son has made a bad decision either way. Man, the dude had fucking spiked blue hair, so. I yeah. obviously was not a decision maker, no. But he was holding down a job, and that's what's important. Yeah, he was very excited for his paycheck. I I am too, but like, no, the whole... The, the whole even s- after he died, The whole scene seemed weird because it like, set up this conflict, and then it just kind of went away. It's like, yeah. that wasn't... That wasn't, was, wasn't it? I would have been fine with it going away if she had given other answers. But other than... She was like... I met him the day he died, and now I'm living here, and I so I have the right to all his stuff. Like, no, that's how it works, Sean. Didn't yeah. you know that? Yeah, no. 
Yeah, that's how it works. That's you know. possession is nine tenths of the something. Yeah, you just it's you, not her apartment. It's not her want, apartment. It's not if you her want stuff. someone's shit. You they show up, us. and then when they die, you get it, and then they just leave. I don't know. I feel like maybe they cut a scene or something. Like there had to have been like another scene explaining. Why I think they wanted. I think they around. wanted to have a scene with her in the apartment just to yeah. establish that's her and life just f- and just remind everybody and, that that's and just have this place. and just have like this weird mini conflict to kind of add some depth to it but it and some humor maybe yeah but it wasn't but it did but it did miss it did miss so far i love how we like give glowing reviews of the episode and then we're and now like, let's just now shit. it sucks let's just the shit all sucks. over it the recap sucks the recap part two sucks like Stay tuned. It's good. When it gets when it gets good, it gets really uh, good. Yeah, right. All right. Next, next, like, well, for example, what's coming up next? What is coming up next? Next scene. <laughs> um, well, a neighbor shows up. Find out later. Her name's Claire or something. A neighbor shows up at George's parents' house and tells Joy that she thinks it's cruel that she doesn't let Reggie, George's sister, go to the bathroom. Reggie tells Joy that she told a bunch of other people that she doesn't let her use the bathroom as well, all so she can use theirs. Uh, <laughs> like I said, when it gets up when it gets good though, it gets really good. It, this you kid forget. is going around telling everybody that my mom. Yeah, and they specifically say like she Joy's like. They could arrest me. <laughs> like they could take me away for child abuse. You know, like <laughs> my mom doesn't let me use the bathroom. I just, I it's mean, funny. it's it's the first. So Reggie quickly becomes one of my favorite characters in this, just because. Yeah. How she handles the death of her sister mm-hmm. is it, it is it, I, on one on one hand it, it's touching. It kind of makes sense, but on yeah. the other hand, it is just so weird. Yeah. And so we're we're now that we know we're spoilers for the end of the episode a little bit. We know now that she doesn't actually need to use their bathrooms. She's just stealing their toilet, toilet seats. seats. Yeah, that's all she's doing. She is yeah. committing serial yeah. toilet yeah. seat seats. That's theft. all she's doing. Yeah. <laughs> Why isn't that what people are saying? I don't know. Like, because she doesn't steal. Claire, the woman that comes, she doesn't steal hers until well, later. So apparently, yeah. Why did she need to go in there? Well, you don't it's steal weird. a toilet seat. You Maybe case the joint noticed. first. Yeah, I guess. You I go, guess. you go, go in there. In. You go. Okay, and how often? What's how. the traffic patterns <laughs> of this bathroom like? She's like how how long can I get away with it? Documented notes. Can I get out of the house with the toilet seat before anybody <laughs> notices? This is important shit. Notice. This is how this is how a lesser person gets caught, Sean. Right. Not planning. <laughs> um. Can I just say, like, Joy's, like, reaction to this is her just saying, you're freaking me out. And it's like, that's maybe not the best thing to say to your I don't kid. know. But how else do you react? I don't know. <laughs> I'm but, trying to figure out how you do react. I can't yeah, think of anything besides, but, you are seriously messing with my shit. <laughs> Child, so you, I don't know what's wrong with you, but... <laughs> why? This has so been that, Parenting Tips by Jeremy L. Jones. Okay, I think we're... Yes. I think... Aren't we supposed to believe that it's only been like a week since she died? It's been a week. It's yeah, been a they, week. they do establish. They yeah. establish it's been a week. Okay, it's been a week. She's obviously reacting to her sister's death, and in some way or another, Joy's not sure how, why she's reacting this way. How she she doesn't know about the toilet seat theft, but saying you're freaking me out. Like, how about sit down and say, honey. Is the death of your sister from a couple days ago bothering you? Like, t- 
talk to your fucking kid. <laughs> well, don't tell them they're a freak and they're weirding you out like clear, Jesus fucking Christ. But clearly Joy has her own issues. She has fucking problems. That's my point. She's a bad mom. I mean, <laughs> if I remember the show correctly, she does progressively get I, become a better mom. I'd like to but. point out that last last episode, you, you kind of came to her defense cuz when, when, when she when cuz when she when she and uh, uh, George are talking, mm-hmm. you know, with her with the other face. Oh yeah. Um and she well, lets George it. George is a bitch, though. <laughs> she lets She's it comes out that she, she she lets it come out that she says she thought she was a bad mom. Yeah, you were the you kind of came like, why uh, yeah. did she say that? I'm like, because yeah, she, she had some regrets. Yeah, and you, Mister No Regret, can't understand that because you <laughs> leave every situation with a, I love you, I want to see you again. <laughs> While exactly. the rest of us bad people exactly. just leave and say fuck off. <laughs> Hope you die, and then when someone actually well, dies, you she, feel a little she bad. Obviously, he was wondering if she was a bad mom because she is a fucking bad mom. <laughs> so now we know. Now we fucking know. All right, I, she's going through her. So now I'm, this is going to she's I'm, going through some I'm, shit I'm, too. I'm, the, I'm defending her. On. I'm like, come on. But I kind of like. I I do I like know. that you're freaking me out because I you can tell know. that she doesn't know how to approach us either. She doesn't. Now she's a bad mom. Is it the? <laughs> <laughs> mom would know. Would, would a better thing to do would be like, we need to talk about this? Yeah, probably. Yeah. But, you but think? I like, the, I like the idea that she doesn't even know what to do because she's messed up. Right. I like messed up no, people. No, it's fine. No, I'm just, I'm looking at this through the, you know, lens of normal people. And they're not, these are not normal fucking people. Um, Reggie's fucked up and so is Joy. And we now know why Reggie is. So her mom is a Fucking nutball. All right. <laughs> Next scene. While Mason waits for Roxy to write a ticket. I don't know why I'm reading it like that. While Mason waits for Rocky to write a ticket, he asks her where the money and the meter goes. Uh, the owner of the car shows up. And just as the meter expires, Roxy prints the ticket. He is obviously upset and ends up insulting Roxy, but she ends up leaving her. he ends up leaving her alone after Roxy shows him her gun. That is not a euphemism that is a fucking a nine strapped to her she's packing a nine fucking heat mm-hmm. she's got some shit um i have to i her answer when he says where does the coins go and she just describes this whole intricate like pneumatic system that go to the basement or yeah whatever. and he's like really you, what does she say? I should have written it down. I loved the, her fucking response. Did I, I don't remember, it, but it's something like it was so funny. It was kind of like you, perfect. idiot. Yeah, or you, you're a, you're a moron, is what I mean. Guys, but a lot more clever than that. It was very. I love Roxy. I wasn't. That wasn't the I line love Roxy that Roxy a lot. That 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 wasn't the line that I wrote down in this one. The yeah. l- line I wrote down can't, comes later. Oh yeah, I wrote it down too. I think, and I think we um, yeah, see that's why. Yeah, we, see, if you listen to the pilot, I would that that I was writing down all of Rube's stuff, yeah. and now I think I have more Roxy lines written down than than Rube lines. Um, um, oh no, I think I think you're think what? Go ahead and say the line. What's the line? What <laughs> Sir, she say with all due respect, I will fuck you up. <laughs> it is actually. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say this as politely as oh, possible. Sorry. Okay, excuse me. I will fuck you up. <laughs> okay, sorry. That yeah, but yes, yes I can't read was, my own writing. No, it was. Perfect, but it like, but it was yeah. But but nice line, well delivered. <laughs> oh yeah, I love this actress. I love this actress playing Roxy. She's so funny. Just oh, and then oh no, and then the great line. I I think really great line is when he's like, "Really? Like, you don't know me? I'm gonna report you to. I'm gonna report you. You really, you really don't, don't know, know my, my boss." boss. 
Which I can't tell if she's talking about Rube or her boss at the... I like to think it's her meter maid job. What's the correct... I kept writing meter maid and I'm like, that's the un-PC way to... What's the terminology for what her job parking is? Enforcement parking enforcement officer? Parking attendant? Parking, parking enforcement, enforcement officer? officer. Like I'm going to go with... I don't know. That sounds official as fuck. Let's do it. That's probably what it is, but I mean... No, I like it. Parking enforcement officer. But um, I, we can go meter maid. I, let's be rebels. No one listens to us. Right. <laughs> and I don't have a Twitter yet for people to bitch at me. So, um, um, speaking yeah. of, I should probably get a Twitter. You probably should. Um, they give them away for free. The Twitter. Uh, no, yeah. And then, can I just, okay. I know, I know what happens and why she kind of has the gun. She says it, but I still think that like, yeah, I think Allison and I both made the comment like, I could get why someone with her job would have a gun. Like, Oh yeah, it makes perfect people sense. Are assholes. Because they're because of, well because of what you just witnessed, some yeah. guy will come out and say, yeah. "What the fuck?" Yeah, and she'll be like, "Hey," and you'll be like, "Step off, motherfucker!" Yeah, I will hurt you. Um, you, uh, it reminded me of that time, and I, you were there when the tow truck, when my way back, um, my car got towed, and you came and picked me up, and we went and talked to the tow truck driver. Do you yeah, remember all that? Uh, very vaguely. I blatantly parked in a place I wasn't supposed to park, got mm-hmm. towed. Uh, you picked me up. As we were about to leave, because I was at the bar across the street from where my car got towed. So you pick me up, and as we left, the tow truck was there picking up another car. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, oh, let's go ask the guy. And mm-hmm. I went over, asked the, and as we went over there, there was a guy, he was, towing, he was towing a car, and the guy was there bitching at him. And after he left, um, you know, I went up, asked him, you know, what do I do? And he told me, yeah. come see me tomorrow. Um, first I asked, I think you towed my car. He's like, what car is it? Yeah, I towed it. Yeah, I totally uh, did that. Yeah, I totally got that one. It was like a red Kia <clears throat> hatchback or something. That oh, I, my God. I remember mom. that piece remember of shit that? car. That was my mom's old car. Yeah, it was good stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. God, that was car. a long time ago. Right? Shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This was old school. This was um, way, way back. This classic story. And then the next day, because my dad had to take me to go get it, but and he had to pay because I was broke. And so he goes to pay and the guy tells him he says I usually charge this but I'm gonna charge he just took like 50 bucks off the price because you weren't because you weren't because I wasn't an asshole (laughs) because I talked to him like a person like and I didn't I just he was doing his job they're just doing their job that's what the freaking police once again we're gonna we're gonna assume that you are a a massively superior human being to the rest of us because I'm totally giving them the business I'll be like you motherfucker here's the thing (laughs) I knew I was in the wrong. Like, why do you argue if you're like, look at that big fucking sign on the wall that you parked in front of that says, don't park your asshole. And I still parked there. Like, I was, I knew it was a risk. So I was like, I'm not going to bitch at him. What am I going to say? What does this guy say? The guy that was talking to him, like, big fucking sign, dude. Big fucking sign. Because every once in a while, bitching gets, lets you get your way. It makes you, sometimes, but not in that situation. Apparently, not in, that situation. in that situation, being a nice guy was the way you got your way. At least 50 bucks off. Um, but then, but then she, I love how she says, she's like, he, and Mason's like, why do you need a gun? Cause she's already dead. And he's, and she's just like, look, it ends the argument faster. <laughs> like, I just, this happens a lot. It just, the, no, she says, that. she says this, this thing can drag on for hours. Yes. Which uh, I, which I had, again, I kind of like. She these just, things just drag on and on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah or right, just drag. Right, yeah. 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 She just flashes it to end the argument and walks and away. Like, and now I can go. Cause she's impatient. You can tell. She's just mm-hmm. like, I don't have time for this shit. I love Roxy. All right. Next scene. Unless you... Anything else in this scene? I mean, other than the... I, I, 
I sort of understand. I sort of understand it later as I was getting through the episode because it does kind of set up this like subplot with Mason. Um, yeah, but otherwise, I, but at the but at the moment, I'm going, why in the fuck do I care about where there's nothing's happened yet? <laughs> I mean, it wasn't that. It was literally him just saying, just a casual. It was he had started it with saying. Come on, it's a minute till this expires. Can we go? Yeah. She says, "Be patient," because she wants to play by no, the. I mean rules. the whole, but I mean the whole scene. I mean, it kind of it, it does, wasn't that big of a scene. It's just what it's I'm a, saying. Like it just it just literally him going, "Hey, just casually, like, yeah, where do these go?" She gives a smart ass answer. They move on. Like it's, it's just a f- good banter. Yes. I mean, I think that's what you're supposed to think it is. Just at first, it's just just a funny line, just a mm-hmm. throwaway line, and then later you're like, oh. It's not. He's gonna. If do Mason's a thing. gonna. Yeah. Mason's gonna be Mason, yeah. and I do appreciate. It's a setup. I, I do think, like. I do like Mason. I think Mason. it was. I think it was a well. I think it was a well done setup because it's, you know, just a quick, quick little throwaway line. Because he's he's obviously established. They have a minute. They have a minute yeah. to kill. So he's gonna ask a random question that he's thinking and. Like, I mean the whole scene thinking. because I mean yeah. Like with the oh continuing on yeah, with yeah. the guy and being mad yeah yeah. I think it's. I mean, it's a fun scene, maybe just to show how badass Roxy is. I mean, you gotta, is. you kind of helps develop Roxy. I mean, because like we said, it. like 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 Joss Whedon said, every episode, every, every first six episodes are all pilots, so yeah. maybe they're still. Maybe this is their. I swear that shitty fucking recap as the begin at the beginning was like a uh, executive, you know, thing that like a rewrite. They were like, we need to explain things because people aren't going to understand. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and maybe one of the reasons why the guy, the creator, left. Yeah, I'm. I'm seeing stuff like that, and I'm just like, if that's what's going on, I could totally see why he would have left if shit like that was going on. Um, no, it was overall, it was a I I agree, kind of a throwaway scene, but then also it draws too much attention to the Mason thing if you don't have something else happen, Fair. I guess, and it shows off <clears throat> Roxy and Mason a little bit because it, re- it reintroduces you to the characters. It's the first time you've seen them since the last episode, so if you miss the pilot. This is the first time you're seeing them. So you need to show that Roxy's a badass motherfucker that's not going to take any shit. You know, how do you establish that right off the bat? So (laughs) that's probably where they were coming from with that scene would be my guess. Anything else? Nope. Next scene? Yep. All right. Well, we see some sort of mysterious shadow in a hallway and outside of the door of Rube's apartment right before an envelope is slid under said door. Inside is a list. We can probably assume of names of soon-to-be dead folks. And Rube transfers the info onto post-its. All of the Reapers are at the Waffle House, and Rube is handing out post-its. Post-its, but not to Betty. Rube tells her she's riding shotgun with George because she can't be trusted to do what she's supposed to do. Because the last episode, she decided to... What is it? refers to as St. George. St. George, until St. George decides to... Whatever. Um... Yeah, anyways, letting the, not taking the girl's soul, not saving her from dying, essentially. Um, I love how we're doing kind of both. Like, she does both. Mm-hmm. She stops her from dying, and then in this, this episode, she does the, you know, not going to her meeting thing. What'd you think of this whole, well, there's not really much going on here. Um, well, first question, I have for you. Do you notice all the shoes in his apartment? In Rube's apartment? No. Massive quantities of shoes. First thing you see is a shot of, well, you see the little shadow yeah. in the hallway. And then when it goes to Rube's apartment, first thing you see inside is like a panning shot of just all these shoes he has on the floor. Like, 
20, 30 pairs of shoes. Man likes his shoes. Apparently. He's a shoe guy. Then, like, a bunch of that, um, that, newspapers. I, that I did notice. Yeah, newspapers. that was next to the shoes. And then, like, like uh, old-style knickknacks. Like, yeah. Like, I'm wondering if we're to... Are we? Are they implying that Rube's been around for a long time? Like, he's really old? They or could could be an implication. After yeah. his death, like, he's been... A, he's a old Reaper bunny, bunny ears. Old, because you guess you don't age after you're dead but gotta be handy a little bit um well, yeah, kinda, sh- all of that though together the shoes although it kind of sucked being stuck at 18 for the for, for eternity you know yeah. I'd like to be no. like to be somewhere in like i think mason's would be like ideal like yeah, that age like late 20s yeah. kind of thing early 30s mid, yeah mid mid, mid to late 20s mid yeah to late 20s. i feel like that'd be ideal yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh i'd be okay with that um let's see what oh where are my notes um, oh, now I have, we questioned how much Rube knows. Yes, we did. We did. Yeah, we were. In the last episode. Right. I feel like we're getting maybe a little. I, I try to get a of glimpse of what was, what, what he was I transferring was over. I couldn't see. I, I, I feel like there's more information on this, on that paper than I, I kind of paused it and tried to look, but yeah. I didn't, it, it was inconclusive. Let's I feel see. like at. I feel like at We're most still, I, the I, full name is on. I feel there. like the jury's still out. Uh, I, I'm I'm still not convinced. I think he gets. I think mm. he writes down the information as he receives it. But really, I think we. I, I think he gets a little. I mean, at at most, I think he knows the full name. And if he does, my theory as to why he doesn't tell the other reapers what the full name is, if he knows it, is so that they don't fuck with shit. So they don't know who it is. So they don't know. They're like, oh, that's the person. So they know, you know, like if they know it's going to be them, maybe they'll be more likely to fuck with it and screw it up because they made such a big point of. I mean, they not they the, interfering. The point, the point of that, the point of the, the first initial he said was to keep from getting too close. But it would strike me that that adds an, an another level of it adds a, a, a complication because they have to go. They have a first initial and a last name, so they have to go. Okay, are you? Yeah. We'll have are to you, do that dumb like are you one of them whoever boys? <laughs> you, you can pull one of, you can pull a Betty, yes. Yeah. Which seems to work well for her. I but. mean, she's hot, so that works for hot people. I've been told. <laughs> um I did I like don't know. I did I like, like the uh, uh the the line when uh um when uh, uh Betty was talking about how she, the the last job she, or the last soul she took when uh, <gasps> yes. when, when uh, uh he, he was like slumped, slumped slumped over the uh, uh table. With a va- with a, a vacuum, vacuum cleaner, cleaner. Upright? upright? No, no slumped, slumped over. over. <laughs> <laughs> no, the vacuum. Yeah, I like. I like. See, I love how you're like the other throwaway, and you're like, I don't get why they did that. But when you're talking about a va- fucking a vacuum, you're talking about that's hilarious. <laughs> that shit's hilarious. It needs to be in every episode. <laughs> Nipples and vacuum fucking. Uh, Those are my things. Those are my jams. Those are my jams. My internet search history is appalling. Yeah, really. <laughs> Should stay away. Um, uh, to help, uh, um, I feel like okay. I feel like the whole Rube asking everybody at the table who wants to go help at county or hospital or whatever it is with their overflow. Yeah. At first, it seems really because again, I think it's like the parents thing. They're setting up something that could happen. And then it goes away. Yeah, and it's like here's the setup for this plot, and then goes nowhere. I feel like the only reason you could justify keeping that in 
is to explain that there are other reapers out mm-hmm. there like working at the hospital and then they're doing yeah. the thing like that's the only reason to keep that in to have that line it's I, not funny it's not informative it, yeah it's not funny it's not informative there's really there's a brief but it also just kind of resolves itself where it's like yeah everybody, everybody goes no nope, we're not doing that You're like no. no okay yeah and then he says you know and she says what do i get you get a favor for me i don't want to do it okay like, yeah, had to ask, and then they move on, and they don't bring it up again. Yep. If, he, if they brought it up again later, like something, I don't know. If it, I don't know, it seems even, like even a if weird it came up line. towards the end of the episode, where that's where you could use the favor there. Peanut. Yeah, you could have used that favor, huh? Yeah, something. Bring the favor thing back. Bring it full circle. Yeah. You know, and why doesn't she want the favor? He flat out. She is broke. <laughs> she has no food. She is hungry. Like at the least, she could get a meal out of the guy. I'd be like, remember that favor? Give me some of that waffle. Give me, like, give me some bacon. Like, something. Why doesn't she want the favor? I would have taken the favor. Because she's 18 and not that bright. She, oh, so many times. I'm going to bring up how stupid and 18 she is. That's <laughs> oh, all she did this episode. George kind of If you're 18 and listening to this, sorry. You're it... not an adult. You're not an adult. <laughs> I don't care what the fucking law says. You're not an adult until you're 25. Your brain and body have not completely developed. But... You... Or an idiot. But enjoy your cigarettes and porn. And you shouldn't drink and you shouldn't smoke marijuana until after 25. Sean? If if someone told me before (laughs) I was 25, (laughs) Jesus, all the drinking and smoking I did before I was 25. Sean, I feel like I bought you beer when you were 18. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, put that on the podcast. It's fine now. We're both in our Statute of limitations, you know, whatever. And I Uh, haven't done it since. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because I grew up and you stopped <laughs> hanging out with 18-year-olds. Because um, they're morons. Like George. Uh, yeah, that did nothing dumb. Yep, yeah, okay. I'm ready for the next scene. Do you it. Alright, next scene. George and Betty are walking down a road. A guy in a car stops and gives them a lift. Meanwhile, Mason tries to get the money out of a parking meter, but takes a baseball by taking a baseball bat to it. As Betty and George are driving, Betty figures out that the guy driving the car is who they're looking for. George, the narrator, tells us how much he hates how easy it is for Betty to take souls because for her, she feels like an accomplice to murder. George takes his soul, they get out of the car, and as he drives off, one of his tires blows and his car crashes off the side of the road and explodes. (laughs) That's very dramatic. Um, Can I... What do you... What do, you, what do you want to say there, Jeremy, about the scene? What For, do you got? The question I have is, all right, Rube has explained that the purpose of a Reaper is to kind of stay to the side. She's... And be, oh, yeah. Is to stay to the side and not know. be involved. They didn't know. And Well, I mean, but how much contact is acceptable? Because they get yeah. the dude's car. No, I know. They could have screwed some shit up. But um, I think Betty handled that well, because she was like, what would you be doing right now if you hadn't picked us up? Driving. Keep driving. Do exactly as you I do. I mean, there's, yeah, no, they kind of smoothed yeah. it over, but yeah. it just, it, and I like, do have this question several times during this, uh, when I, I remember I had this question when I'm watching mm-hmm. this, when I was watching this series, mm-hmm. how much contact is acceptable? Because they kind of yeah. blur that line between, they really do. you know, there's, there are times that you can't, you, you stay at the side and then yeah. you, you know, Because how do we know that, yeah, what they, them getting in the car, <clears throat> well, I guess in this situation, I get what you're saying. This but what specific if, one? What if he were destined yeah. No, yeah. to like hit a deer? Oh yeah. And oh, by yeah. delaying him um yeah. by delaying him a minute by having him stop, right. get in the car, the right. deer running across the road, and he 
doesn't die. Yeah. What if the tire only blew because of all those stops? Like if he just kept driving smoothly. Yeah. Who so knows? I, I do have that there question about. Kind of, I do have know. that question about. That seems like a lot of contact. Yeah. Because I'm. Th- but then at the same time, if they hadn't, if he hadn't picked them up, I guess yeah. I mean, we're assuming he would have just died. Worst, poor guy. Worst, if he hadn't picked them up, he would have died, and he would have had to live or you know go through the whole thing and then have his soul taken out and they would have had to find pieces of him and had they, they find had a big to find enough piece of, yeah as Rube like described Rube. <laughs> like um oh. i mean I, you can you can i get i get how you're saying overall what's gonna happen but obviously they didn't know this was the guy when they got in the car you know so right he just picked them up betty finds that out by saying right in a very, an extremely like southern conversation. Because well, he's got this weird southern thing going on. I think she's trying to match it. And they're in Washington, aren't they? Yeah, they're yeah, they're in Seattle. You're in Seattle. What's with the? What's with his voice? Yeah, they I d- guess there are some rural parts of Washington. Well, but I'm sure there are people going. The people they allow you to move to Washington from yeah, other states. I, I think. Guess. I think they may they, have they may have stopped that once they legalized weed, but <laughs> they should have. Um, I don't know, but it's just his it, voice was weird. I think his, I feel like she was just matching. But his I voice, feel like but she. I feel like she like started with. Aren't you one of them? Yeah, something. Whatever boys, whatever yeah. his last name was. Yeah, yeah. It's not, that Bro, sounds that sounded like vaguely Texan or Southern, and then something. Yeah, yeah. It was just it, was, it kind of felt like why are they talking like that? I don't know. I had a question about his yeah accent too. I don't know why he was talking like that. It was really weird. But it does set up. It does it does set you up for one of the coolest traits that. And you know, because everybody says uh, the Reapers have their own style, yeah. And it shows shows Betty's style, which I still think is kind of the coolest. Where she like takes the picture of him yeah. and stuff, yeah. Oh yeah, I think we find find out later. She, yeah, does that with everybody that she. she they kind of she, they kind of set up set it up that that's what she does. That's her mm, thing. That's her thing. And she, you know, happy thoughts takes a picture, mm. and she has bags and bags of all these souls she collected. Let's, <laughs> let's talk some more about how much we love Betty. Um... I love her fucking line where she's like, do you know how many people had to die for me to get these shoes? Five. Five people had to die. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and even if they weren't Manolo Blahniks, they would have, it still would have made them special. That would have still made them special. Like, I love that line. And then, and then um, I forget what she says. She's like, what is she? I wrote it down. It was such, it made me laugh. <clears throat> no, I didn't write it down. She says like, now get in the, fucking car or something like that so George's like now get in the goddamn car she's like, she's like I love you but get in the goddamn car like just it, it made me chuckle and she calls her toilet seat like she just got- casually like just like refers to her as toilet seat like that's just her name I love that well she is known throughout we, we I, do we find out in this episode that there no his last episode that we find out that people call her toilet seat girl. Yeah, Mason. When when they met Mason, yeah. Mason was like, "Oh yeah, toilet, toilet seat, seat girl. girl." And he's like, "Hey, see, you have a nickname." <laughs> <laughs> I love that, and I love that they keep that going. They keep but calling I, her toilet seat. I well, what would you call someone killed right? by a toilet seat? Exactly. Space oh, station. you're calling him toilet seat. Yeah, that's your fucking nickname. <laughs> we once That's named a guy Crow because he threw a phone at somebody. Yes, <laughs> like Russell Crow. <laughs> so I mean, then Crow just saying, forever. If you get hit by a toilet seat, that is your name yeah, forever. I love. I forgot how much I love Betty, the character Betty, and I'm really sad that she leaves the show. Spoiler, uh, sh- spoiler, 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 spoiler. But yes, but that that makes me, that, <laughs> this is that, a rewatch. Come on. Yes, that, it makes me sad she goes away, and then who they replace her with makes mm. me even sadder. But mm. we'll get into that. We'll get to that later. Spoilers that we ruined. Um, Mason, uh, this scene with him and the. 
the meter and yeah. the baseball bat. <laughs> it was pretty funny. It was pretty good shtick. Yeah. yeah. It was, that's all that was there. It was just shticky. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was funny, though. Uh, he's the worst fucking criminal. Like, oh, yeah. God. Jesus. <laughs> like, so bad. Uh, just, I do love that. You would have thought he got better pause, at it by now. That pause, and he sets it down, and then just, just wailing on it with the baseball bat. That was pretty. I, I enjoyed <laughs> that. Um, can we talk about the... Uh, oh, oh, oh. Can we talk about the fucking car exploding? We can talk about that. That was stupid as fuck. <laughs> Number one, the car would not have exploded. Fair number, assessment. Number two. Unless he was hauling explosives. Unless he was hauling explosives. Number two, a CD was terrible. Yes, it was. For the explosion. And then I believe... No, that's it. Um, only reason I can think you would do that, and it's dumb, is that they cut a scene later where we see him dead and they thought we needed an explosion. Maybe they thought it was funny. I don't know. Cause he, we know he's going to die. Yeah. They've told us he's going to die. Yeah. We've taken his soul. Yeah. His car crashes off I, the side of the road. Doesn't explode. Do you think he survived? No. I think he's it's a Hollywood. Dead. I think it's a Hollywood thing. I it think they would, Hollywood I think, thing. I think it someone explode. Someone said, and make it explode at the and end. And it has to explode. That didn't bother me. No. I, just, I wish they would have done it better. <laughs> the CG could have been better. The I C- mean, that... the, I don't know. CG was fine back then. Obviously, they did not give the show a big enough budget. Like because um, the CG in the first episode was bad most yeah. of it. So I don't know. Though. You still got the Gravelings. They they, they always look good. <sighs> Maybe that's where all their CG budget is going to is to the good. Gravelings. The Gravelings I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know how you fix the shitty looking explosion? Don't have a fucking explosion there because you don't fucking need it. <laughs> You've explained that he's going to die. Like, why? I don't know. Maybe the go- maybe the it ghost of Michael Bay is like uh, like whatever, haunting around that ghost. place before he's like, you should have an explosion. I know. Our people know the ghost of Michael Bay. He is he is alive. That's a, and I, that's, I, that's a shame. That's but. debatable. Um, I think he died, shame. and he is, and he. What you he see now die. is actually Satan incarnate. <laughs> Suck uh, it, Michael Bay. It's, you he's, creepy, he's creepy so, old man. He's going to be so mad at you. Um, good. Next scene. It was one of those short ones. <laughs> next scene. Next scene? We're good? We're done? Yes. Yeah. Bitching about the Michael Bay. Fuck you, solution. Michael Bay. <laughs> Just want to get that one so in there. So angry. Back at the Just... Waffle House. Back at the Waffle House. Roxy, Mason, <laughs> and George are at a booth. Mason distracts Rocky while he takes her parking meter key. Roxy and Mason order food, but George with no job... Also has no money, so no food. Um, how does Mason distract Roxy? By taking some gum mm-hmm. off of the bottom of the table there. Do you buy his germ virus? I argument? that's not that is not the part of that of this scene that, that annoys the shit out of me. Oh, you're annoyed. <laughs> I mean I it, I was the, just curious. I thought the, I thought I was the gum get into a nerdy. I thought the all right. We could go. To, can we'll, I get into we'll, my nerdy we'll virus? Start with there. And I, so the answer yeah. is the answer is Germ do virus. I do I think it do I think it's fine to take a uh, 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 take a piece of gum from the table and like yeah. pop it in your mouth? No. Do I think it's the answer is no. The the do I think you could do it and not get sick eh, with about mm. with the same with about the same uh, efficacy as you could do anything else? Yeah. That doesn't make it not it's gross. Still fucking gross. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yes, but I do, yeah. but, but I do, there's something very Mason about that. And I'm kind of okay with that. No, it was funny. And it was all just a ploy to distract Roxy uh-huh. to get the keys. So it was, was a good one. It was, it was good. It was really good. All right. Well, 
Okay, what do you got? What What are you upset did, about? Did, did you see how he gets the key? No. He basically pulls it off the keychain. Yeah, how does she it. not feel that? That's not how keychains work. That's not how keychains work. <laughs> he just he literally just pulls it like it like I it was remember. just. Oh wow, really? Yeah, he just yanks Maybe it off. It's, I don't know. No, because because the, the keys are still. It's just uh, like it's just. It's like it was hanging by a yeah. thing that was made to be broken. Uh, that's I mean, watch that scene. No, it just I, pulls yeah. it off. Damn. That's, that's not, not how key wings work, no, people. It's not. It's not. <laughs> no matter how much disgusting gum you have in your mouth. <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm, yeah. Uh, now I I'm thought the gum conversation that. was kind of good. <laughs> yeah. No, it was. No, I just thought, I don't know. He's, he's saying, but for the saying, record, he's saying germs and viruses are. For the record, germs and viruses can live on can can live on a, a non organic substance for a long, long. Especially viruses, because they're questionably Gee, not this alive. This is the conversation I okay. was shooting for. Viruses are questionably not alive. They can be on there for. <sighs> viruses are bad news yeah. in a protein shell. That's yeah. that's. Yeah. They can live on there for a while. You pop it in your mouth, but then again. Every moment of every day, you are breathing in and touching th- hundreds of thousands sure. of viruses and bacteria. That's why you have an immune system. What? So, so that's so. I'm still like, can you do that? Jeremy, yes, you could probably do that. We don't allow science on this podcast. Um, okay, so no. See, I love how you're like keyring. My I wrote down the fucking Das Mexi Fest. <laughs> das Mexi Fest. <laughs> I'm with Roxy. You're at a German Waffle House and you order number one. Okay. Why do they have it? Number two. Why did you order it? Num- all right. The, here are my answers to those two okay. questions. Give me. All right. Give me. Um, number one, because they're kind of a quasi German themed version of IHOP. <sighs> and number two, that's where they go yeah, every day of their yeah. goddamn lives. Maybe you want some Mexican food. <laughs> Maybe they have Instead it on the waffles, menu. Yeah. <laughs> They have fries too. Apparently. I mean, you know, it's uh, that's funny. I like the name more, more than anything. But yes, Dust Mexi Fest Mexi was Fest. funny. That was pretty funny. <laughs> and their whole it seemed unnecessary, but I liked it. The whole like uh, texture conversation about like the foods they don't like to eat or whatever. Like Roxy doesn't like beans. Yeah. Is I don't know. Um, I love. I just Roxy. I wrote down a Roxy line. Okay. Uh, she's she George asks. Uh, after she says, I used to think soul food was Korean food, food because of Seoul, Seoul, Korea. And then says, do you have any crackers? And Roxy says, just you. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that very much. That was good. Because the look on, as she's saying the soul food thing, the look on Roxy's face like, the fuck, white girl? Like, what are you? Shut up. <laughs> like, why are you talking right now? I also like the, I, I, I also uh, like when she asked the waitress, do you have any, do you have any crackers? Crackers come with the soup. They come with the soup. Would you Do like you want soup? soup? <laughs> no. Get a damn job. Oh, <laughs> uh, next scene. Joy. Joy is at Reggie's school, where Reggie has apparently taken all the toilet seats, including the one in the teacher's lounge, which she denies vehemently. <laughs> the idea that she actually believes her parents are going to be like kids are just running around stealing toilet seats all willy-nilly jerry and joey stole some of them i talked to them and they said you're an effing liar and don't you dare say that word i liked that yeah i didn't write that down but i liked that um oh yeah this was all at the dinner table joy tells her husband clancy about it after sending Reggie to her room, Joy tells Clancy she's going to be interviewing potential child psychologists, but Clancy 
doesn't think Reggie needs one. I'm getting tired of his fucking name, writing Clancy all the time. <laughs> like, get a real name, dude. Clancy. Clancy. Uh, 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 Chief Wiggum from Simpsons. His first name is Clancy. If your name is Clancy, we dearly apologize for the horrible name your parents given you. You yeah. have you are entitled you to one them. free. You can slap somebody just on the street, just, just at random, just because you were given yeah. a terrible name. Just you could Clancy. Just, you could just haul off and slap somebody. You have our permission. Yeah. Um. <laughs> they say you're an effing liar, <laughs> and don't you dare say that word. Effing. <laughs> yep. Or she means like the actual word, probably. But yeah. Um, what do you what do you have any notes on this? Part the their journey besides, besides the what I kind of butted uh, in there, where like of the the continual the idea that that I just again I just the love lying from the kid. I just well because <laughs> kids are shitty ass liars. They are, I think I <laughs> yeah I think I mentioned Reggie's shitty ass liar. <laughs> George is a shitty ass liar. Liar. Reggie's a shitty ass liar. <laughs> The whole family, <laughs> but I just, I again, I it's setting me, it's setting it up for Reggie is just so weird. Yeah, she is. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, here's my soapbox. Okay, approach the soapbox. Sir. I'm with Clancy on this. It's been a fucking week, and she's already just like psychologist, psychiatrist. She needs it. She needs it right now. She needs first. I say no. First, she needs her fucking parents. If that's not good, then you get like a group counselor or something like family counseling because you're obviously all going through something traumatic, not just Reggie. You're like, oh, she's weird. We're all fine. This isn't affecting us at all. Send that weird fucking kid to a psychologist. (laughs) She's a terrible fucking mom. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm cool. I'm cool. This has been parental advice from Sean Vincent. I swear to God, what is with this woman? And Clancy's right. He's like, no, she doesn't. She doesn't need a fucking cycle. She needs a fucking deal. And maybe we can talk to her about it. While he might be right, I feel like like his motivation for saying that is horrifically wrong. That's why I don't, that's why I think they need. Like a counselor, a family counselor, obviously. <laughs> but like, they all, like, she's putting this all on Reggie, and it's like, bitch, it's you too. You got some fucking issues you need to talk about. God damn. Next, next thing we're going to do, Gilligan's Island, you're going to try to describe yes. to me why they need to get off that island. Of right. course they need, of course they need help. Are you kidding That's me? The premise. The, <laughs> the professor had a perfect idea, Jeremy, and Gilligan just fucked it up. He's an idiot. <laughs> See, the problem with Gilligan's Island is they don't have fucking, like, this is a sitcom. <laughs> I think Joy actually stops being a terrible mom at some point. I seem to remember her getting better. Or at least Ish. coming to terms with her own issues. Yeah, slowly. Her and Reggie, I think, get better at some point, if I remember correctly. But I digress. Next scene? Next scene. Okay. That's not it. That's the notes for my next scene. Oh, next scene. Oh, God, it's a long one. I think one of the longer ones. We see a bunch of... uh, We see a bunch of mini waffles being made as we hear Rube talk about life being like an assembly line. George and Rube are at the Waffle House counter. George tells Rube that she doesn't think she's supposed to be a reaper. As Rube gets up to get some fresh air, he hands George a post-it and asks her to get it for her. 
uh, turns out to be the guy in the, the post-it turns out to be the guy that's serving them assistant manager Monty as George takes the change for the food for Monty she takes his soul out right before some boys throw a cherry bomb down a toilet in the bathroom which ends up causing the giant neon waffle house sign to fall on and kill poor little Monty after George looks down and sees a piece of metal sticking out of her side Rube come back, comes back in and yanks it out of her uh, later in bed, she coughs up what is probably another small metal piece from the sign, maybe? Yes. I'm assuming. Yes. I literally, I'm just like, is that what we're supposed to believe that is? Um, so that's that's that scene. Um, what do you got, Jeremy Jones? Jeremy L. Jones? Well. <clears throat> author of Ruins of Empire. <laughs> Thank you for that plug. <laughs> <laughs> as often as I can. Well, I guess. <sighs> I have th- some things to say, so. Well. If- I'm ready. I'm ready to. I feel I, I can feel it. So why don't you start this one? <laughs> we'll get to, we'll a, get to my I issues a, in a second. But I feel like you want. What to did say you something. think of this beginning? The assembly line thing. I thought that was forced and unnecessary. I agree. Thank you. Okay. I've had That's, something. So I have some, something similar. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think it strikes me as a because we're supposed to believe that this he's saying this to her at the counter. And yeah. I'm like, I I have this. I have this feeling that it's supposed to be clever and really meaningful. Yeah. But it They do kinda... a lot of... There's a couple other lines in there where I'm like, it seems like they're trying to be deep, but they're not. Well, we were talking... I mean, we, 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 the show is about life and death, so you're going to get yeah. philosophical. No, phil, phil, philosophy, I'm ready for it, but it's the, some but they're trying shitty-ass to... philosophy. But they're trying to they're trying to tie it in together with what they're doing at the Waffle House by making mini waffles that then they never bring up again. Right. Although I do kind of, there's a, there, there is, a, a, I do have a soft spot for Rube's like distaste for I wrote that making down. The food. Small bite. miniature. It's like this, this is, is not bite size. size. I, cannot I can't fit this in my mouth. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the like urge to miniaturize yeah. food. The urge to miniaturize food. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of, I, I kind of like that like but, weird quirk. But the no, you're because it's got. I guess maybe that line. Well, because makes up for it because it comes back and it goes. Because it's talking about having a great idea and doing it and doing it, and then he's like, "This is a terrible idea." But but, but here's the thing that we but, were he, using as an example. He's he's saying like the 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 he's basically talking about industry and in, industry and economy, like but comparing it to life. But here's but here's his assessment. Here's how he thinks it works. All right, you have an idea, you mass produce it, you put it on the shelf, and then somebody right. takes it. Away yeah. and throws it away. Yeah, people buy that yeah. shit. That's the idea, <laughs> right? That is the whole idea. <laughs> there's I a there's a middle was... part in there yeah. you're not getting, Rube. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was forced. It was a forced thing. They're trying to get a point across, and they're just like waffles. There, but it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> life life is a series of waffles. We all life start. Is... Life is like an assembly line. We all start as liquid batter in the fry the waffle iron of life, so and we emerge a fluffy divine goodness. We, I wrote this down. We're all waffles. We're all waffles. Is what we're all saying. waffles. We're all fucking waffles. That's kind of dumb. I wrote that down. Kind of dumb. Hey, that part hey, is kind of hey, dumb. John, we're but all I waffles. did. We are. But I did write down. Love the complaint of making everything miniature. So yeah, yeah. there you go. Um, I wrote down a, bru- a rube line. I like. Where he said, where she says, she says, I don't know anything. He says, I don't know anything. I'm constantly talking out of my ass. I don't know shit. And it's like, yeah, 
No adult knows anything. Like any adult that sounds confident is probably bullshitting you. When I, 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 I when, at what moment did you realize that adults had been faking it the entire time? My, <laughs> my old boss Donovan, you know, <laughs> I remember. He Donovan. flat out told me he just said, "If you you have to sound like you know what you're saying." He flat out told me that it's the only piece of actual good advice I ever got from him. Uh, he flat out said that. He said, you have to just, I'm constantly sound, you know, if I ever sound like I know what I'm talking about, I'm full of shit. He flat out just told me. And that was, and I was when I was like 18, 19. So yeah, right around the time George is pretty much realizing it. So yeah. Was that same for you or? I feel like it was earlier for me. I, I, earlier. I, yeah. yeah. I, well, I think I realized adults were full of shit for, uh, uh for, for a while. Yeah. And I mean. The, and then when I became ostensibly an adult, mm. I realized that nobody yeah. gave me the divine guidebook. I'm like, oh, uh, and I'm going to have to be full of shit, too. Yeah. <laughs> I think there is this. Because that's the thing where, yeah, that's the balance <laughs> between, like, teens and adults. Because the teenagers think they know more than the adults because the adults are full of shit. But then the adults are like, yeah, we're full of shit, but we're still older than you, moron. And we've but done more things than you. But we're less full of shit? We're less full of shit than you. <laughs> We know more than you. And speaking of asshole kids, fucking George, dude. <laughs> hey, let's throw a let's throw let's a cherry throw a bomb down. Cherry to- bomb. <laughs> Fuck those kids. Everything I wrote down, I'm like, I'm glad they got that fucking toilet water splurted all over them. Like you fucking deserved it. This is a business. This is an established. If you're doing it at school, fine. Fuck your school. You're a kid. Like yeah. So Bart Simpson and you know in Simpsons, he did that. Yes, he fine, did. Fine. Go Some for of the MythBusters. Yeah. Um. I haven't got to that episode. We're rewatching oh, okay. Bloods They well, have all the episodes. Um, it's very exciting. In, in, enjoy that episode. It's, I'm uh, excited. It's one of the later ones. Cherry Bomb. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm excited. I think I might have watched that one. I can't remember. Um, yeah, those fucking kids, dude. And then, okay. I didn't pay attention, really. How? I, this is what I wrote. A piano falling or a slipping banana peel. Those are one thing. But the fucking sign with the cherry bomb, like so as near as I can figure. So all right, the bomb goes off. Ridiculous! It shows like a bulging under the floor. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. Which that. causes the whole building, the building to, shake, to shake. Which causes the sign to dis. Well, yeah. first of all, the, you see the graveling up mm. monkey oh, yeah. with the sign. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So Graveling clearly monkeys. there's so, so there's some there's some extra dimensional tampering going on. Yep. The floor bulges underneath uh, near mm-hmm. George's feet when the bomb goes off. Mm-hmm. The whole building shakes like it's an earthquake, and the sign comes down. My question is, do you think they're getting a little over the top? No. They, they start right off the bat with no, pianos. No, I love it. And, <laughs> all right, all right. I don't give on, a rat's you're ass. On, you're on board. I like it. I don't give a rat's ass. It makes no sense. In fact, the more like Rube Goldberg-esque. That's what it was. Death, it was a fucking Rube Goldberg machine. Like, yeah. I, that's one of the things I love about this show is some of, these de- some of these deaths get like so weirdly elaborate mm-hmm. that, I mean, they, they're ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I know I, we skipped the, but I got to go back. I wrote something. I'm the sorry. Whole, no, no, no. You're not you and me. I skipped because um, we went to the cherry bomb thing. What? The I'm back to Ro, the Reuben George. He says the whole, I don't know. She's beast patient and smell some fucking roses. Roses. Like what is with all, like be patient and you'll understand. The, I, is he, is, I, I thought, I, is he actually, saying that you're not going to understand what being a reaper is immediately? You need to just be patient and it will all 
make sense eventually. I had to pause it after, after I had to pause after this scene and kind of have a minute of like what yeah. what because I didn't understand what because they were what I mean about. what are they trying to do and I think what they're trying to convey is like this moment where where uh, George is like trying to come to terms with being a reaper and mm-hmm. you know he's basically essentially saying I don't know what I'm doing either right just you've got to just go with it right just, you know right. this this is your path yeah. You know, be one with it, but the but the weird but the weird thing that throws her off this thing the the inciting incident as we mm-hmm. writerly types like to call it mm-hmm. with a pipe in our hand, <clears throat> yes, and our tweed jacket. I am wearing a tweed jacket. Indeed, I just pulled one out here. Yep. put it very, on. It's very tweed. <clears throat> the inciting incident, as we call it, is yeah, the patches on your her, elbow and elbow. Th- hey, my elbows are delicate, sir. <laughs> they are. Um. She gets stabbed <laughs> by a piece yeah. of debris. Is like the is like the is the incident that says no. Fuck this. I'm not showing up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, why that uh, is the incident? Why that is the 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 because the, the, it's too weird for her. I guess it's all too weird. It, yeah, I guess it could be. It's it seems like a weird much? tentpole. Yeah, it was really. But I, I guess I have a hard time arguing with that. <laughs> I have a question about that specifically. Um, I don't know. What, what are the fucking rules? She can... Okay, number one. It hurt t- coming out. How did it not hurt going in? How did she not feel it? Because that's... She wasn't oh, come pain. on. That's natural. Mm, yeah, haven't you, ha- yeah, I guess. Haven't right, you right, hurt right. yourself and then like only when I'll you... Let <laughs> I'll let it. I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide. How about... Sh- how about... They can't be killed because they're already dead. Right. Why the fuck do they need to eat? Ooh, good question. Yeah. Well, she George obvi- is like hungry. She's obviously she hungry. Yeah. Well, I guess the answer is they don't need to, but they still have a physical body that's going to get a body that needs that that's going to well. All right. Is it? Is it? Are they in a body? Like, is it like their yeah. soul is in someone else's body? I think now? they've, I think they've like, established that they do have ride? because because Rube has said I have a physical body. Right. I can I can enjoy this. Yeah. Oh, it's key lime pie. <laughs> it's changed key lime pie. You wouldn't stop saying key lime pie last key week. Key lime pie, and you had to bring it back up. Now I'm going to just keep saying it. But you're not saying it the way you did last time. Say it the way you did last time. Uh, oh, it's a uh, tasty key lime pie. One more time. <laughs> it's tasty key lime pie. Want to go for the gold? <laughs> Have a t- slice of this tasty key lime pie. Thank you. <laughs> but hello, sir. How are you? <laughs> so you can't do that. In that speech, the whole series, I think that by that line is my favorite. <laughs> if I had to choose one, sorry. Continue. In that speech, he says, "I have a physical body." Yes, and thus yeah. he can enjoy yeah. those things that yeah. you mentioned earlier. She didn't. Yeah. Which is, as you like to say, <sighs> tasty key lime pie. Tasty key lime pie. Tasty key lime pie. Um, so they do have a physical body, but I guess now that you bring mm-hmm. it up, my theory without That's thinking without thinking without about too much. Any, yeah. So my my gut instinct right now is that, that makes sense. if they stopped eating, they wouldn't yeah. die. Their body would just start. That's what away. I was thinking, like like a zombie type thing. Like, yeah, they, they, they but they need but it, but at some point in time they die. would. Yeah, it would just be really uncomfortable. Yeah, that was my guess too. All right, I was curious if you had the same thought. Um, I think that's it. Yep. Anything else? Next scene. Next scene. You good? You got any more notes? You want to say anything else? You're looking really intently in your notes there. Nope, I think I'm, I think right. I got it. I think I'm good. All right, next scene. The next day at the Waffle House, Mason pays for his food with a bunch of coins from a big old bag, which Roxy totally notices. While Rube hands out post-its to everyone but George who never shows up. Rube takes the post-it to George's apartment 
And after she ignores his knocking, slips it under slips it under the door. George's logic is that if she doesn't touch the post-it, then she isn't obligated to do anything. Fucking eighteen year old. So she spends the day watching TV and misses her appointment. George wonders if she doesn't show up, will the person just not die? Maybe he won't die if I show up. Wouldn't that be great? In a perfect fucking world. God wow, you Damn. are really upset with her. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's because I know what happens. <laughs> and it's shitty. Um, question. At the beginning of the scene, the waitress shows up. The mm-hmm. one we know, the one that serves them. And she says, what happened? Monty died. Who's Monty? He's he- an assistant fucking manager. How does she not know who he is? It said it on his tag. I checked. Because I bothered me the first time I watched it. I was like, she's like, he must be new. I didn't know him. It's like. He was an assistant manager. He's been there for a while. But he was he was just miniaturizing a, a waffle. He was he, he, uh, that was his entire job was miniaturizing the waffles. Yeah. He was apparently just a, he doesn't associate. She never had to go over and talk to him. They work in the same building, and she's just like, I'm just not going to go talk to that crazy white guy with the mustache. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mustache. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. He's one of them whatever boys. Someone comes up to me and says that. I'm going to say, who the fuck are you? Go away. You must be one of them Vincent boys. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> like, well, now you? I know how I'm going to greet you at the door every time yeah. I see you. Yeah. You must be one of them Vincent boys. Come on in. Come on in. Um, Want some mood juice? I had it delivered. <laughs> she knows who Monty is. That's weird. Um, and then... Mason just pulling out the fucking bag of coins. He's a terrible thief. We know Worst this. thief ever. <laughs> Worst criminal ever. You take the coins. You roll them up. You take them to the goddamn bank. They have machines where you can Fuck pour that. the coins Coin in. star. You can give yes. your 2%. Who gives a shit? You, you pour that it. shit into a machine. Back then they had it. I know they had it. This was like back when we were in, when I was in fucking high school. 2003. They had, they had, they they had, coin, had star. coin star. I utilized coin star in 2003. I did too. Bullshit. Mason's an idiot <laughs> oh, okay glad we agree no but i love the way but i love that he does do it okay, funny. <laughs> no character wise it's funny yeah no definitely logic wise he's an idiot he's a goddamn uh, idiot <laughs> but he's also uh, high at, yeah. I, I i estimate he's high like 80 to 95 percent of the time we see him like, do you think he got his ultimate high by dying and now he's always high no i think he, he just just gets high on no i think own? he's just constantly yeah. getting high getting high okay um, and he has that reaper metabolism that he mentions, so I think yeah. he just is constantly doing drugs. Sure. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, wait, do you think that it metabolizes the drugs out too fast, so he has to do it all the time? Or do you think it, like, stays in because it's a dead body? And it's just like... Now, he's... At some point in time, I feel like it... I can't remember if it's... No spoilers. At some point in time, he says that he makes some comment about mm-hmm. a reaper metabolism. Hmm. I can't remember if it was the last episode or if it's something I remember, I remember from later. We'll see. I don't remember it. We'll pay I feel like he says something about reaper metabolism. Question. While she's waiting, while she's waiting for the, like, missing her appointment. Yeah. She's watching TV. Yes. Wasting time. Yes. She's eating Chinese food. Yes, she is. Where the fuck did she get that Chinese food? You can have it delivered. Like Where milk. Where did she get the money? She didn't have money for food oh, earlier. And Roxy right. says, get a job if you're hungry. Where does she get money for the Chinese food? Yeah. She, she stole the Chinese food. Obviously. My only... I'm worried that that was in the fridge from the dead guy. Oh, it could be. Yeah. Oh, I hope so. 
That's that means awful. It, that means it'd be a week old. Disgusting. Which is about it's it fine. It'd be it'd be borderline if it was in a good fridge. You'd want to eat that now. Yeah, quickly. Of course, if she hasn't had any money, then she's got to be. I feel like she would have eaten it already, though. Like, I don't know, because I feel like she was drinking that milk because she didn't have any other food. She was <laughs> chugging that milk in the beginning. Like she was like milk, 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 milk. I don't know. Maybe she said it was weird. Okay, yeah, that is weird. It was weird. We I have to assume she's that she either stole it or that it was left nothing. in the refrigerator. Yeah, that they didn't explain it. I feel no. like they either bad writing or they cut a seam and didn't explain where she got it. And we saw the toad again. It yes, was at the, the beginning toad, too. The toad like makes the appearance of yeah. In this scene. Mm-hmm. She's while well, she's sitting there hanging. Um, and I think is this the scene where the uh, yeah where the uh, is this scene where the graveling shows up? She's yeah. like talking about yeah. She's talking about. Um, you know, do I, is there going to be a punishment or whatever? Yeah, and the graveling that shows up shows and up smashes and like, her television. Yeah, and you're like, what, what? Does he smash the television? He smashes the television. <gasps> That's funny. Yes. That's hilarious. The, That's one, the thing one thing she cared she about. them to take. I never paid attention to that. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. The, the, oh, yeah. That grim, gremlin, gremlin. Gremlin. <laughs> that graveling just comes, like looks at her and is like, fuck you, George, and smashes it to the floor. What? It's, oh, <laughs> I was not paying attention. That's God, funny. how do you miss that? I don't know. I watched it twice. And yet That's you're funny. like focusing on the deadbolt. <laughs> How did she lock it, Jeremy? She doesn't have a key. I'm just saying. All right. The same. She she, <laughs> she did it after she got the Chinese food, you fuck yeah, face. Where did she get the fucking Chinese food? Uh, you're worried about the Chinese food and a monster is smashing your smashing television. Televisions. I know. I'm worried about this goddamn Chinese food. Where do you get? And then you ordered Chinese food and you forgot for completely. No. The MSG just went straight to my head. Um, okay, next scene. Next scene? Next scene. scene. At George's parents' house, Joy tries to get Reggie to leave the bathroom as she tries to use a Ouija board on the toilet. As Clancy puts Reggie to bed, he asks if her tummy is any better, but Reggie asks if she has to see a psychiatrist. Despite Joy's looks, Clancy tells her she doesn't have to if she doesn't want to. Joy tells Reggie that she can talk to them about stuff. And then leaves the room, but not before reminding Reggie that she hasn't forgotten about the toilet seats. Now I'm just going to say it right away. Joy's a fucking terrible mom. <laughs> and there's another scene that fucking shows it. But she goes up. She's just like, she tries for like half a second. She's like, all right, I'm going to try this. You can talk to us anytime, honey. But I'm not going to forget about those fucking toilet seats. Like, almost immediately. She's like, so bad. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, what did you think? I think it's. I think the the emerging relationship between Clancy and Joy is. There is so much. Well, there two things. Yeah. There is like so much like uh, um, passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. You know, I oh, mean, yeah. Reggie is a battlefield. Oh yeah. In in and of herself. Yeah. Way to way to enable her or whatever she says. Oh, and then the 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 kiss that he gives her on the forehead. Mm-hmm. I think that's a that was a. I am tired of fighting with you. I'm just going to go. Like, he's just like, kiss, leave. Like, I don't want to fight. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I got. Oh, yeah. Me. Like, he was, you could, the actor did a very good job with that because you could just feel it, like, the weight on his shoulders. He's just like, I'm not doing this again, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that dynamic, it's just so, pulling. You, you get this, I mean, relationship. Well, you get the sense that, I mean, don't want to alarm you, but I think Joy is losing it a little bit herself. What? <laughs> Joy's batshit fucking crazy. And you're, you're starting to see the... And I think Clancy has just kind of given up. Just kind of like the path of least resistance. Nope. Yep. 
Just nope. I'm going to get out of the way of uh, of this batshit crazy fan spewing shit everywhere. Yep. You know, I'm in a house with two women who are losing their well, a woman mm-hmm. and a girl who are losing their fucking minds. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to endear myself to I'm one and avoid the other. Yep. <laughs> Play it safe. Um. Oh, example of kids being stupid. I have diarrhea. Blush. Like I don't know. Like such a kid. I don't know. They obviously bought it. But, but I, I mean, don't I don't know how you have diarrhea, but it's usually a two or three flusher no, for me. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> it's one of kids. It's one of those. Okay, this one's filling up. <laughs> See, I wouldn't have believed her. <laughs> like, cause she's not. She would have like come and ass, but like, I don't feel good. My tummy hurts. Like she's just like locked away in the bathroom. Like, get out of there! Uh, I have diarrhea. Flush. Like, that, I don't know. That works. I, feel, I don't know. Because even if you're a parent, you're <clears> like, <throat> she's full of shit. But on the other hand, she might actually literally be full of shit, and I don't want to go in I there. I don't want to go in there. <laughs> and no, no, no. No. Okay. She was smart on that. Because she was picking, like, something gross so they wouldn't try and come in. Like, I got that. All right. I'll allow it. <laughs> Thank God. <sighs> do Ouija boards work? I don't do Ouija boards don't work. But... <laughs> Do they work with one person? No, no, no. That, like, not, that you need at least two the, people. In the, the the idea the the idea and the quote unquote magic of a Ouija yeah, board yeah. is that is that we usually have one person who's monkeying mm-hmm. with it. But I mean, if you do it right, yeah, you can you you can it almost comes like a group effort, right? And yeah. everybody's like, "Are you pushing? I'm not pushing. Are you I pushing? Know, I'm, I'm not pushing, pushing it." it. They're all fucking pushing it. They're yeah, a bunch of liars. If it's one person, then you are just sitting there, <laughs> you're just moving it around. You're just you're you're playing <laughs> speaking spell. <laughs> I worked at Toys R Us, and I had some teenage girls come in. Like, do you have a Ouija board? I'm like, yeah. Do they work? Define oh, work. A fucking Ouija board. Yeah, I know. Like. Does it help you speak to the dead? No, you moron. Like, what do you want? It it has the board. It has the thing. Like, what do you, does it work? Ah, uh, it was really. I was like, yeah, I guess. I mean, for what you it's should, supposed to do. See, you you miss a <laughs> what beautiful a, yeah. opportunity right there to fuck with some I people. Know, I know. You could have been. You could have been <sighs> that guy by like by like stopping in your tracks, turning slowly around and saying. Don't mess with things you don't understand. <laughs> you can't mess with, you know. Things. And then you could have, and then you just, serious. and then you wa- and you slowly walk backwards, and then Try disappear behind an aisle. <laughs> just you away. you could have been that guy, and instead you were the. <laughs> I don't know, I, <laughs> Sean. <laughs> you failed. There are right now. There's like a twenty. There are some twenty-something <laughs> girls that could be gathered around, going, "Oh my god, we bought a Ouija board one time and it freaked us out." <laughs> freaked us out. Instead, they're like, oh. it "Freaked us out." <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Joy's a, a terrible mother. Don't forget. Hashtag Joyce's shitty mom. <laughs> um, all right. Don't forget, I haven't forgot about the toilet seats. <laughs> See, next scene. After George creeps around outside her old house, she gets back to the apartment, which has a notice for rent taped to the door. Later, George is with Mason as he steals coins from a meter. He is in the process of telling George how he died, which apparently was in 1966, caused by Mason drilling a hole in his head trying to get a permanent high. 
George isn't sure what to do about money. As Mason is about to give George one of his newly acquired bags of coins, Roxy drives up and rams Mason with her meter mobile and then backs up to tell George that Rube wants to see her at the morgue. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on, I got nothing. Um, yeah, all I have written is he's stealing coins in broad daylight. Worst criminal ever. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I wrote for that scene. That's all I got. That's all I got. I mean, the the permanent high thing is pretty funny. I think that. Well, first of all, yeah, that glimpse into glimpse into his life, mm-hmm. and I seem to remember like that being an actual urban legend or something along those really? lines, where someone actually did that, or so, or that was like it. It was kind of the same thing as Jenkum. Okay. By your confusion, yeah, I'm looking no at your face, you don't means. know what Jenkum no, is. Okay. No, I don't know what that is. Um, do not try uh, this at home. Don't try it at home. <laughs> so apparently, we do not condone this. So apparently, the, it, it was, this was one of the drug scares of like the yeah. 80s or 90s. This is one of those, are kids getting high off this? Burr. No, they're not. Yeah. Jankum, and I think this is one of the, the same type of thing, is like drilling a hole in your head, was yeah. like one of these like weird like drug scares. Like, kids are drilling holes in their heads to get high forever. How to tell if your kid is drilling? No, but Jankum was like fermented a shit. a hole in their fucking head. Uh, uh, Jankum was like fermented shit. Yeah. Like you would take it out, you, you, you would... Uh, 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 if you, you you poop in a jar, uh, see you were trying to find a better way to say it, and you couldn't. You would defecate into a receptacle poop in a jar. Okay. It would then ferment, and you could huff it like no, gasoline. No, no, no. <laughs> God, just another reason to hate the fucking eighties. And it would get you high. No, it wouldn't. That's terrible. And you I think would this poop in a jar. No. Jeremy, no. I'd rather <laughs> drill a fucking hole in my head. This is, you know, I think it's one of those really weird-ass drug scares. <laughs> do you think she really... How much How much do you think that hurt when she ran Mason over with the meter mobile? I don't think it hurt her at all. I no. think she quite enjoyed it. Ha, 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 ha. How hurt Mason? How fast does that thing go? I feel like it would make you uncomfortable at most. It made it... Look like it was like she like smack right right off the screen. Like I mean, it, it, it looks like it was moving at quite a clip. I don't yeah. know. I don't. I've never. I've not actually seen one of those vehicles. But it looks like it a souped look, up. It looks like a souped up golf cart. Basically, is what it looks. But like that being me. said, if you've been hit by a golf cart, it still yeah. fucking hurts. Yeah, but it looks like it like threw him. Like he was really far away. She had to back up a lot. I, <laughs> I feel like it couldn't have hit him. I feel like they had some liberties there for the humor. That's all I'm saying. I mean, that being said, mm-hmm. well done, mm-hmm. Roxy. Yes, yes. Mason, you are an idiot. Ah, yeah. <laughs> moron. Total moron. How did you not? It's such a simple storyline, too. Like, they're just these three scenes. Like, yeah. Like, 3.3 scenes. And it's they're all short. It's all a little bit. And just, yeah, yeah. He steals them. He beats it with a baseball bat. And then he pays with a big bag. And then she runs him over. Bing, bang, boom. Um, at the morgue, this is where it gets good. This is where I have a thousand is- notes. Um, at the morgue, this is Rube, Roxy, and George tell the coroner on duty that they're family members of J.P. Davis. Uh, as the coroner pulls J.P. Davis out of his drawer, George realizes that the guy was going to die whether she was there or not. No fucking shit. 
The coroner leaves JP alone with his newly obtained relations. Rube and Roxy tell George Rube and Roxy tell George that because she wasn't there, the guy is still inside his body. They even show us his POV of being trapped inside while they do the fucking autopsy on him. George touches the dead guy and realize, releases his soul and Roxy takes him away. George doesn't think she can keep being a reaper. Rube basically says she needs to find a way. Oh my god. This scene was... This is the... This is this scene, I think, for you, makes the whole episode, right? Oh, like just, oh easily. This, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. This yeah is... It's just this whole uh, reveal. What did you, you think of the scene overall? What's your first... What's your thoughts? I like... You didn't write anything down, so this is all... Off the cuff. Let's talk about. Um, so they're, they're they're further establishing this conflict between fate and free will. Mm-hmm. Can I just? I wrote down rube. Okay. Rube lines. Well, then you, this well, is the first time I had a chance <laughs> to write down a rube line. It's just great. Well, they pull the thing out, and he just says, "When he says you really fuck the dog, peanut." <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. You're What's like, that line? You fuck the dog. What does that mean? I love that. You really? Well, I think I it, love rube. It's, it's, you fuck the dog. The, uh, the 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 idiom is "screw the pooch." Yeah, you screw the pooch. But he's like, "You really fuck the dog, peanut." <laughs> and then when she's and then her immediate like, "What?" And he's like, "What?" Like it just is like, "What?" Like he doesn't take any. He's like, "You're a fucking kid. You're a fucking teenager." I'm not taking. I love him. I love rube. All right. What were you saying? Continue. The, start with a little well, we're gonna get we're, we're gonna get we're gonna get philosophical. So I want let's let's. It, yeah, so I knew you were going that way, so I had to. So you want to get those lines? I had to get up. the fuck the dog line out of the way first before you before, ruin it. Be like, before we have this like, deep conversation, yeah. and you go. Oh, also, Rube says fuck the dog. He said fuck the dog. <laughs> Wasn't that funny? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go reexamine my life. I love Rube. <laughs> okay, continue. Um. In the context of the uh, of uh, of um, this uh, of the mythology of this show, mm. the conflict between destiny and free will, because um, obviously George has agency; she has the ability to choose not to show up. Yeah, obviously. But the guy dies anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why I we didn't Allison and I were watching this. We didn't get it. Because how do you not get that? You're not killing them. The Gravelings are killing them. They are killing them. You, they specifically say, you take the soul out before so they don't feel it. What does she think happens if she doesn't take it out at all? You know? Then they're just going to keep on living. Because, it, yeah. I mean, the question, well, she not? But here's the, that on her own. But here's the question, though. She said, if she, let's let's say she had she'd done this the first time with that little girl on the train. She'd figured out a way to slip Rube or whatever or something. Mm-hmm. She, and she just, or she just left, and yeah. the little girl's there. Would yeah. the little girl have died in that first in that first episode? I mean, yeah. If she hadn't fucked with it, she moved her from the seat. That's true. She said, Don't from... move her from the seat, and she moves her from the seat, and so she survives. If she hadn't moved her from the seat, she would have been in this situation: dead girl, but with the seven-year-old girl <laughs> with her soul trapped inside her as they cut her open <laughs> with a fucking. Saw. Wow, you're upset about this. Not upset. It was disturbing. It is disturbing. And George's reaction is totally correct. When they're like, when Roxy's like, she's in there, you idiot. He's still in there. And she's like, what? No. Oh, my God. And when she's like, why didn't anyone do anything? You were supposed I screamed at the TV at that point. I was like, you were supposed to, you dumb bitch. You were supposed to do something. God damn it. 
but so I mean, dumb. but it, but there is this interesting like conflict between he's desti- still in there, you silly bitch, destiny and free will because she can, she could just continue to fuck off. Yeah. yeah. Um, but can't yet. Yeah. I mean, she can. I think it's more like well, because I wrote it down because he specifically says he says um, what is it? Uh, cause and effect, butterfly wings, ripples in the pond. Yeah, so cause and effect. Um, I mean, says what? Says he says what you do now matters. Like, I don't think I don't personally don't think that's right because what she did before mattered on some level when she was alive. He makes it sound like nothing he did before mattered. Like now, what you do now? What <laughs> what I think more specifically is. The difference is what she does matters actually affects people now. What she does is important. Like, yeah. But free, free, free. It mattered on some level before. But now she's like, now she's giving, it's like a responsibility. She has fucking, I mean, it's like the worst case scenario for any 18 year old, you know, having this kind of response. You know, you go into the real world and you have responsibility and, and what you do affects people, but not as drastically as what she decides to do. You Which know. is essentially nothing. Well, yeah. <laughs> or do or not do, you know, but mm-hmm. it still affects people. And I don't think, I don't think she ever realized that what she did well, affected she, people. I mean, like, you, you can kind of see, you kind of see the logic. Especially butterfly effect. You kind of see the logic where you go, well, wait a minute, if death doesn't show up, maybe he just survives. Maybe, maybe not. Mm, now, yeah. I mean, what, I think that the powerful thing about this scene is the fact, because there's, because when she's laying in bed and you do kind of have like, what if she doesn't show up? Oh my yeah. God. And I the mean, the reveal is, damn. Yeah. Damn. My whole thing is I think she's stupid because... We are leaves in the wind, wind peanut. <laughs> the, yeah, we are leaves in the wind. I think what I think the information she had, if she wasn't a fucking idiot, she would have figured this out on her own. I'm just saying they gave her enough information. You know, it's the gravelings that kill people. She's like, I feel like an accomplice to murder. Okay, at most you're an accomplice. You don't murder though. You said she said so herself in the voiceover in the car i feel like an accomplice to murder so she feels like at most she's helping but it's still gonna fucking happen she doesn't kill she helps the people how she doesn't figure this out i don't know like how she has to have she's got to be so fucking self-involved to not and that's the only thing that makes sense to me. But it's also, I mean, for for her character, it's powerful because no, it is. You know, like no, this said, is a big. What, this is important. When I said going into this, like you know, what I like about the second episode is like, what happens if the hero just doesn't? What yeah. if he just says, "Oh yeah, fuck this shit." Oh yeah, and walks away. Oh yeah. No, it's good because it it definitely shows the and audience like what this is why you have to do these. And things. it's yeah. very it's extremely like oh, oh yeah okay oh, yeah. so. Oh, yeah. No argument there, yeah. No, I mean, I'm saying, I think she's like, she's, she's got to fucking grow a lot in that moment. But she doesn't. She flat out, he says, he says, say I'm sorry. She says, I'm sorry. Still not my fault. She thought, what did she, did she say that? I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Hold on. Hold on. Fucking George. Uh, wasn't my fault. Yeah. So what the fuck did she learn? She's like, still not my fault. Like, it's really shitty that that happened. 
But still, I don't think she's, you know. I've, I've, I don't uh, think she, she's she, I think she, learning uh, as in, much as she should in, be. In her mind, she's like, I didn't accept this responsibility. Why yeah. is it mine? You know. There's yeah, this, she's still got this teenage fucking point of view where she's like, everything has to make sense. It's like, yeah, life where, doesn't make where, sense, asshole. Where it's like, well, not fair. Where she says, I didn't show up. I didn't agree to take yeah. this. I didn't say, yes, I will do this thing. And the it's answer is, the world is, you know. It's basically the life's not fair. That's not fair. Well, life's not fair. Well, your afterlife's not fair. Afterlife's not fair. I wrote down other funny lines. He's in there, you silly bitch. Uh, um, this isn't my fault. Oh my god! When Roxy's like, when she says, "This is life and death," and Roxy's like, "Oh, she's finally figuring that out." <laughs> Like, idiot. She's with me, I think. I think Roxy with me. They're like, how did you not figure this out, you stupid bitch? <laughs> I think Roxy's with me on this. Like, I think, yeah. Like, she's so dumb. But um, also, do you, do you get the sense that this has happened before, that they have to regularly deal with this with uh, new Reapers? I wonder, yeah. I don't because know. Because there's, I bet. Because there's some nonchalance there. Because, I mean, Rube was not, like, freaking out. He was... No. No, well, you really he kind of expected the it. Dog. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's almost yeah. like he expected it. You know, and uh, you, you kind of get the sense like this has happened before. And all did right, you, did you get? Did you get at the end when he's like, when she's, he said, tells her, you know, you got to find the things you like, and if you don't, then what does he say? I think I wrote it down. If the things you like then is uh, sticking, then you go away. If the things you, if the things you like are worth sticking around for. Then you go away. Is he saying that like if you don't do your fucking job, you're just gonna die, and we're gonna get a new Reaper? I think he's. he's, I think no, I don't interpret it that way. I don't. I would. Then what do you think? Because that's the only thing I can think of. uh, I think it's more like if you don't, you have to find something in your afterlife to connect you to the world. Otherwise, you just yeah, you're just. Walking shell, just okay. doing. So he's not talking specifically about like. It's how doing you, it's, your job. it's basically he's basically I think explaining how you are able to do this job, and mm-hmm. it's by finding something in your afterlife that means something that you continue to to right. do this. Okay, then then that doesn't. Okay, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. But then that leads to the question: What the fuck if she decides to do this again or continue to do it? What if she does go away? What if she runs what if she away? Just, what if she just got into a car and drove off? Shirks her responsibilities. Then it, what? There's like then, no then repercussions for her. She then, would just have to live with the fact that she's letting all these people just souls just stay in dead bodies. I guess. I said the post-it notes are going to really pile yeah, up. Yeah, I guess I, that's but what we're. You know what? But I feel like uh-huh. the Graveling smashing your TV yeah, was a yeah that you get yeah, one bitch. Yeah, I think the Gravelings would start I, making your life a living hell. <laughs> <laughs> I I had not seen that and therefore had not factored that in. So, so yeah, if I had to guess, yeah, they would probably follow her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. One. That's a good idea. Good point. Good point. <laughs> I'll buy that. Um, the guy saying thank you to her. Oh, that was hard. That'd be like the worst thing he could have said to her at that moment. When he takes the soul out. What would you say to her? Mm, yeah. But no, it's no, I'm just saying, I know why he says it. Cause he's like, thank you for releasing me. But he doesn't know that. She the whole reason to... you went through that shit was because of her, you know? So it's like, as her, like, I feel like from her point of view, last thing you want to hear from him is, thank you for saving me from the horror that you put me in, <laughs> you bitch. 
But he doesn't know, which hurts even more. Like, I don't know. That I think that's what you would that say. Like, hard. thank you for hard. saving me for the horror you put me in. Yeah. You bitch. You bitch. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's all I got for that scene. Yay. You got anything else? One more scene? One more? One more. Last one. Last one. <sighs> the neighbor, Claire, is back at the last house to inform Clancy and Joy that Reggie took her toilet seat. George is outside the house watching Claire leave, and we also see Reggie sneaking out of a window. George follows her discover, to discover that Reggie has been putting all of the missing toilet seats in a tree. Next, we see George back at Happy Time to interview for a job with Dolores Herbig, as in her big brown eyes. The last bit shows George back at the tree taking down Claire the neighbor's red toilet seat and that's the end of the show uh what'd you think of that end there jeremy so when i when i when i when i've been a while since i've seen this and i like thought back at some of the images from this series toilet seat tree the toilet seat tree is like that stuck out i mean i just the the I love everything about right. it. <laughs> the fact that she's been stealing toilet yeah. tree, toilet, toilet seats, seats to hang on a tree yeah. and then spend her days reading underneath yeah. them, and so just enjoys face when she. I mean, it's like she already knows that her child is batshit insane. Yeah, but it's like, oh, honey, that's oh. the that's just the cherry on a huge. Whose face? You said Joy. You mean George or George? George. Yeah, yeah should be Joy's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that was when she's like, Jesus Christ. Christ. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, she's like, yeah. I think that I had a problem with the narration on this one, just kind of what she was saying. It kind of, was kind of, I don't know, the writing was a little weird. Yeah. It was a little, I don't know, they were trying to be, but it was basically her just kind of going, all right. I'm not the only one with fucking problems. Yeah. You know, that's basically all it was. Like, she's this chick's stealing toilet seats and put them in a fucking tree. She's got some shit going on. Yeah. And she she even says, she's like, what? I wrote it down. Hold on. I wrote down this thing at the end that she said. She said, uh, it was reassuring to finally find someone else who wanted to be bad. And it was horrifying to find out that it's not just what I do now that matters. It was what I did then. Does she mean dying? I think she meant. I think. I think or that she was never there for Reggie. Yeah, the fact that, that she that she was she, inactive. She, she was inactive, that she was a kind of a shitty kinda, sister. Yeah, you know. I mean, at the first episode, she mm-hmm. basically said that she, she, she wanted her, nothing to do she's with invisible. her. Yeah, and she. I mean, I think she does feel like she. she now that she's watching this, she goes, mm-hmm. "Oh my God, what have I done? What have I done?" Yeah. You know? She yeah. is she she's made a shrine to me. Yeah. Weird, <laughs> a tree. creepy fucking shrine. Oh man, I liked. Well, okay, I like Joy's reaction when she's like, and she's just like, ah, fuck, Reggie. Like goes up, like she doesn't even stop to talk to Claire or whatever. She's like, again, <laughs> Reggie. Like Claire's not the first one to tell them. Like, where's our toilet seat? And then Clancy's reaction when Claire's just like, any idea? When will we give that back? <laughs> hey, no, if, no idea. No. Hey, you know what? Whatever's going yeah, on, a right. toilet seat's a pretty big deal. Yeah. I've, I've broken a toilet seat before, mm-hmm. and it's a purchase you yeah. make right now. Oh because... yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I went a bit without a toilet seat in one of my houses. Yeah, that was no bueno. <laughs> wait, 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 no wait. Bueno. Like How long did you go without? Okay, a like day. a day. Like a okay. day. Like like it broke, and then the next day we had to get it. But in between, we didn't have a fucking toilet. Seat. So how did you take a shit? I mean, very carefully. 
uncomfortably. <laughs> uh, and you were like going, oh my God, I, had to, I appreciate toilet seats so much now. Now there's a whole town without them. <laughs> yes. Here's some, uh, I think some little more of that nihilism, which was definitely mm-hmm. toned down this episode. Mm. But the whole line, loving unconditionally is an act of desperation. That's depressing. That's a <laughs> sad line. But yeah, she was saying, uh, you can like something and not like it at the same time. Like respecting someone for being a mess because you're a mess too. I don't know if that's nihilistic. I think it's just no. that's just life. I think that was the the other one made me the the loving unconditionally is an act of desperation. I was like, that's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I I will love someone unconditionally. Go I mean, I guess People can annoy you. You can love someone unconditionally, but still think that things I they think do everybody, are annoying. Is I, I that think what everybody I love say? unconditionally annoy the piss yeah, out of me. Sure. It's part of the. It's part of the part of the. Uh, so uh, basically, are we led to believe that just in her afterlife, she's learning how to live? Yes. The irony of that's learning the, how to live. I think that's the idea of the yeah, series. Yeah, is, so that, is that is uh, that uh, weird fucking way to learn how to grow up? Yeah. yeah I mean, I, really I think is. I said it the last episode where it's a weird coming of age story, except mm-hmm. for. You know, it she starts didn't. when she dies. Yeah. But yeah, all the things you kind of discover. Yep. All the things you kind of discover when you're going from 18, 19 to, mm-hmm. to your mid 20s or so, or hell, some people even longer. Hail. Um, hail. Um, she's discovering. And among those is that, mm-hmm. oh my, oh my God, these people that in my life, they matter. Now Ooh. that now the shitty, now that I can't now the shitty thing is is that you know if you're alive you can mm. then start like I should spend more time with them I yep. should except she it kind of it's a little bit within um, Brian Fuller the creator his other show pushing daisies kind of like appreciate something because you can't have it or kind of mm-hmm. thing like you know not being able to touch the person you love kind of thing um, it's kind of the same thing kind of you're 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 dead and you're learning how to love your family finally but you can't. Tell them because you're dead you and they don't know you. You're you. You yeah. can't. You can't show up because you look like a different person. You look person. like a fucking crackhead. <laughs> hey, let's talk about that some more. She looks like a fucking crackhead at her job interview. Yes. Question. And Dolores, her big, her big, hires her. Oh yeah, hires the crackhead. Here's my question, George. When she looks into the mirror to get ready for like the day, does she see herself or does she see the way other people see her? Who does she see? Because she, her face, the one we see, is obviously yeah. nice and pretty and made up. And then they show Dolores, and then they show what Dolores is seeing, which is Cracky McCrackhead. And she looks like a fucking crackhead with no makeup. Like, no one, I don't, she didn't do well, any the only the, the effort. Only, the only time I think we see George looking in a mirror, I don't know, I'll kind of keep an eye on that. But I don't think, yeah. the only time I think I, we see George looking in a mirror is in the opening credits. Yeah. Where she flips the uh, hood yeah. off and it's... And that's camp. But you can't that's, call that canon. Yeah. So I don't know. But I suspect. So if I had to guess, the video camera in the first episode. I was gonna say, but given that they use the video scene, camera, that's reflection. Technically, mm, no. Is it? Is it the same? Well, I mean, it does. I mean, it does. It does reproduce an image and and send it back to you. So yeah. But I don't know. I. But good question as yeah. to why is if, if you. My instinct is yes. If you looked into a mirror, you would see the way everybody else sees That's you. What I but, would think, yeah. But it would. But how could you function like know. that? <laughs> it's weird. That because then freak me out. At why that point they in time, about that some more. Why wouldn't you just look like that person? I feel like my point is I think they're glossing over this whole looking like other. Like she looks like a fucking crackhead. How does she get the job? Like 
She's a she looks like a crackhead, but she smiles a lot. And she knew my stupid lame her big brown eyes joke. Crackheads need jobs too. They well, arguably need jobs more than others. Well, and I mean, they will they've got a lot of crack to buy. Well, yeah, that's why they need a job. <laughs> Uh, they show the creepy receptionist again. Yes. Yeah, she's just there. And you're like, there she is. Yay. Um, and then, oh, can I go back to Reggie for half a second? When she's on her way to the tree, she looks confused. like she's, And she's obviously been there before. There's this point where she's like, yeah, or, you know, 50. Um, she looks confused. She, I, think, I, 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 I know what part you're t- checking about. Yeah, you, she's you, like runs into a tree, like a little mini tree on the way. She's like, she's like, huh? oh, no, wait, I meant to go left. Like I feel like that was the actress screwing up, and they didn't take that out or whatever. Like that's like, fair. That's the best shot you had. Like I don't know. It, yeah, there I, is this. First time I watched it, it threw me. I was like, "You look like you don't know where you're going, kid." But obviously, you do. Apparently, maybe right. she's taking the back way in by taking a step to the right and then being like, "Nope." She usually comes room. from school because that's where she's been taking toilet seats. Oh, you are stretching. <laughs> the fucking stretch. Ooh. Enjoy as a spectacular. You just like moment. Reggie so much. You're just defending her on everything. You're like she could do whatever she wants. She steals toilet sheets. She's creepy and weird. I love her. I do love creepy yeah, weird girls. I know you do. I know you do. What's their fucking name? Mildred Hagen. Oh, terrible fucking name. Hagen or whatever her name is. Mildred Hagen. <laughs> Stupid fucking name. Can I call you Millie? Can I call you Millie? Um, oh, Dolores says when she does the whole like, I know, I know so-and-so, her big, I think she does quilts stealing Betty's thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then Dolores' reaction, she says, how queer. <laughs> Who says that? Who talks like that? It reminds me of um, Stephen Lynch on his last album, he has a whole bit where he's after a song called uh, "Queer Tattoo" or it's called "Tattoo." It's called "Tattoo." I don't think I have that album. No, I don't think I have that album. You haven't listened to "Lion." No, <gasps> sir, we have to fix that. It's okay. been out for years. I know. Wow. I, I, I assumed you would have listened to it. Yeah, I, I guess I kind of lost. Oh to... wow! There's this great song called "Tattoo," and it's just basically listing off different tattoos. And he calls them all queer tattoos. They're all queer tattoos. All these tattoos are queer. And there's both... And this is the live version. And she gets, he gets done. He says, For too long, the word queer has been, you know, the domain of the bigot and the, and the whatever. And I'm taking that shit back. I'm taking it back to its former glory. Be like, where was... Um, Tom never showed up last night. That's queer! <laughs> it is the like, classical yeah, version of queer yeah. which is oh, yeah. odd the weird odd which is what Dolores is doing which she's is, like oh how queer like, <laughs> but it's like no one talks like that like Stephen Lynch made a whole point in his stand up to be like I'm taking that word back I'm use yeah it but correctly. Dolores Dolores has oh, this perfect for her oh yeah it's oh, it's it's, it's, it's very it's uh, it, perfect line for her because anyone mm. else it would seem out but, but, oh yeah. no yeah but yeah, yeah. Huh? how queer how queer how queer. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, and how cool would it be to like go redo an interview? You're like, I know exactly oh, God, how yeah. to nail this interview. Like she gets to redo it. She knows I gotta smile. I gotta be happy with her stupid her big brown eyes joke and maybe don't uh, uh, tell yeah, her that tell her, her, her job is, is pointless. Uh, terrible or that pointless like, fucking how far job. how far have you gotten? How far have you gotten? Maybe 
I feel like you could could have probably nailed that going in. Like maybe mm-hmm. don't question the person. Maybe don't <laughs> the the, mm. the life choices and the validity of your per, the person interviewing your their her position. Yeah, <laughs> and that's just that's just a good interview tactic. Is yeah. That's a up, interview you know, 101 right up, there. You know, right right up there with not pointing at the picture on the desk and going, who's the cunt? <laughs> For Joe, George Carlin fans out there. <laughs> who's the cunt? <laughs> um, last question I have. Why is she grand? It doesn't explain anything. Does she need a toilet seat at her house? No, maybe. No. Does a red toilet seat ever she come was- up again? Not that I know of. We'll see. I guess we'll keep an eye out. But I mean, I feel like maybe she just stole it because she wanted it. I feel like in that moment, it's just to be like, I'm going to take this because it's what my sister would have Uh, wanted. (laughs) No, that's that's, that's, I I guess in the moment, I'm like, I felt like that's kind of weird. What are you going to do with that? Yeah. But I think it was like a I want to. It's it's a taking of a a Mm. taking of a uh, memento type gesture. Like I'm take to show. To, to have this character shows that this means something to her, we're going to have her remove one of the toilet seats from the tree. That will go. establish to the people watching that uh, that she uh, is, is has taken it's some of this. It's one of those things where you can like where you can hear the writer, you know, the 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 typewriter clacking, you know, in the background. It's like, and then she takes the because she cares. She cares so so much. She loves her sister. She loves her, but only now that she's dead. But only now. Uh, cool. I don't know. That's and especially not like that. She maybe she needs a toilet seat. I don't know. I you know what? Get, you know what they should sense to me. You know what they should have done in that scene where she's on the john and the parents come in. She should have broken the toilet seat. That's what <laughs> when you asked that. I'm like, did she break it when she was on the toilet? Like, no, she didn't. She should have. She should have shat so hard that she busted the toilet so seat. So many things they could have brought the with that, favor thing back. They could have brought the toilet seat with that back. reaper metabolism. Just you know, split yes. that. <laughs> Seat right down the middle, and like now I need a toilet seat. Oh, my sister's gone oh. crazy, and she's decorating a tree with toilet seats. And if I how lose, handy? If I need <laughs> any more? Because with this reaper metabolism, I'm gonna go through about three toilet seats a week. <laughs> I'm obsessed with the reaper metabolism. All right, we did it. We made it through episode two. Yay! It's two of them. We did it. Oh, okay. So next week. We will be doing episode three. Let's see if I can find the name of the episode. Maybe. Wait for it. Curious George. Adorable. Adorable. It's like the monkey. I get it. This is written by a new person, so see if you can. That's probably why it's going to get better. Hey. Hi-yo. Making fun of the, the creator wrote it. <laughs> like, as if the creator's I'm, not. A I'm good sorry, writer, creator then. dude. Oh, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I, He's I, listening I, to this I'd, too. I'd pet you if I could. He cares. I think. Yeah. I would steal your toilet seat. That's how much I care. I mean, he's not in this anymore. Yeah. I'm still coming to your house. Steal your toilet seat. That was the last shit. episode the creator wrote. Oh shit. Mm. Yeah. I like I say. I think he left after like five episodes or something. Uh, crazy. All right. Well. That's going to do it for us. Uh, we will be back again. Hulu, Amazon. Yes. They both have the show, so go feel free rewatch. And and Sean, we are all waffles. We are all waffles. Don't you all forget that. We're all <laughs> just on a, an assembly line of waffles. So on that note, we're going to go. Goodbye. Bye.
<laughs> Creepy goodbye. <laughs>